Elon turn off with Twitter? I'm just kidding. Yeah, I mean, it hasn't been the most reliable. It's, you know. He does I went, that, I man. Went, I went to go, like, just kind of look through my, update my main feed. And it. Mm-hmm. I, I was like, oh, yeah, I, I meant to follow up with this other person. Let me just search for their Twitter account. You go to search, and it's, like, just Elon's account. And you're like, I'm, I blocked him. <laughs> Why is he showing up as the first before you type in anything? Why is Musk the the default search? But I guess if you spend over forty billion dollars for a social media company, that's maybe worth half that. Then um, the the top search for me is uh, some guy named Juan Carlos Bagnell. He's a pretty cool dude, I hear. Oh, I what? hear. Well, hello everybody. <laughs> hey. Welcome to another episode of the best of our week, where. Two old tech nerdy guys talk about the best tech that we've used this week. Maybe we also yeah. cover some news and some headlines. Uh, just a little bit of weeks gone by, and and uh, joining a lovely crew here in the chat. I'm seeing Michael and Farhan and Barry, Steve, Malik, um, uh, yep. Scoop, Oliver, hey. Vince. I think um I think we're in for uh, for a good show. Hold on, I just want to make sure maybe I just didn't have that wrong. I'm gonna see if I if I just open the search on Twitter if I still get. Uh, Elon. Elon. That, that would be funny. Like, it was like, yeah, I got Elon on my mind. So, I yeah. got Elon on. So I was. Oh, I was, on your uh, phone. Okay. Yeah. I, yeah, I was searching for, for Peachy because I just wanted mm-hmm. to shoot him a message just to say, oh, hey. Scott, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. I have Musk blocked, but that's <laughs> before you start typing any characters, he assumes you must be looking for him. Yeah, mine is a little different. Mine and, is, uh, and I feel the point of blocking an account on a social media network should be, I don't want to see that account. It's highly <laughs> unlikely that I would block and then search for that account. And because... my search for that account starts with me typing nothing. Exactly, because they <laughs> they know that you got Elon on your mind, man. We they know they're like this guy has a has a uh, very much a bromance going on there. But yeah, now, no. TK, can I tell Absolute. you? It Sir. has been so old fashioned. Mm-hmm. I love the vibe at Mastodon. It feels okay. like the beginning days of Web 2.0. It feels <laughs> so clumsy to get started. You, you've got to like pick a server kind of Discord style or sort of like it's a subreddit that you like. But then once you're up and running, it feels so much like old social media. Okay. And it's, yeah, it's yeah. nostalgic and it's it's a little sort of broken and backwards, but <laughs> none of this stupid manipulation of your content, of your feed, all of the services just sort of work the way that they're supposed to. Um, the person who runs my server, I had an issue where WordPress wasn't properly linking to my home site, somegadgetguy.com. Yeah. And I reached out to him and he, the, the person who actually owns and operates the server that I'm on, um, he was like, oh, yeah, if you try this and you can kind of embed this into WordPress. And so it verified my link. So I have the little the proper little check mark on my um, home site. So, you know, okay. that it is really me. Um, I, I can't tell you just like how nice it's been and how drama free it is. And so this this like sick, sick exercise of watching Twitter go down in flames is salacious but yeah. the whole act of actually like reaching out to hardcore nerds to talk about geeky stuff, so much better on Mastodon, right? Now. And you're able to reach them because they're there. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. No, I know. The, the, the actual fact that they're actually there is the 
the number one uh, uh, oh, you know it, one up. It's gotten me in deep because you've got a lot of like OPSEC, you've got a lot of like hardcore Linux users, nice. the whole uh, FOSS community, like free and open source software. Mm-hmm. That is hardcore on Mastodon. So I've been like I've been kind of poking around on FDroid and playing with a bunch of like open source apps and what can I install and like it's so much fun. I have it not really installed nice. FDroid for some time, but I, I, I really should. I, uh, for the nice. most part, I always install them on uh, what's it called on Huawei and uh, well, oh, yeah. not Honor, but yeah, Huawei devices primarily where I installed uh, FDroid because you know that was the only way to get the apps that you want and get them updated correctly. For um, sure. <laughs> I need to set up. Okay, I'll say that I did set up a profile on Mastodon, but I have not been on it. I've been somewhat get, get Tusky. I, uh-huh. I really like Tusky on Android. Okay, put that on your phone. Fire up your your account well, credentials. Let's download like, it now. Just to start using it like that. But again, it's like you're starting a social media experience from scratch, and this one is very hands off. So there's no Mastodon. algorithm to feed you content you've got to go and search and follow things, but you can follow a hashtag. So for example, you, you just want to follow Android news, hashtag Android, and it'll populate, it'll at least start putting stuff in your main feed. From in the main feed. Just kind of poke around on your, on your server and who else is following. It's so great. It, really it reminds me of the days where, um, well, actually I don't actually back in the old days of Twitter, but no, like um, somebody was commenting on, um, the, this one new feature that they introduced into at least uh, uh, Twitter for Android, where you open Android, you open Twitter, you get in there, and you, as it's mm-hmm. updating the feed and you're scrolling down, you see a, an actual tweet that you want to read, but suddenly the feed updates by itself and it moves the, yeah. that actual tweet somewhere, God knows where. Yeah, that is and, by far my favorite feature of the new Twitter. And, and I can never read anything. They, they learned it from doing from Instagram because yeah. I would open up Instagram and I would go so long in between checking in on Instagram that like I'd see something and you're like, oh, that looks kind of oh wait, it just nope. populated like a week's worth of stuff and, that, and I lost and that, that that one picture that I wanted to see. That ninety percent kills me. I, I, I do almost nothing on Instagram or Twitter now. Um, outside of just auto publishing stuff, the, the reason why you are the number one search name for me on Twitter is because it does that to your tweets, and I almost <laughs> miss them every single time. So I end up having to look up your account and see what you've been doing, because otherwise I'd be out of the loop of what Juan Carlos Bagnell is doing on Twitter. Well, uh, you know what, Elon apparently, on Mastodon, and, and you know, just because I'm not using. I'm trying not to use social media hardcore. Like every single thought <laughs> that pops into my head, I'm rushing off to go and tweet it or post it or gram it or whatever. I stop myself. I, 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 I write I, the tweet. I read my tweet and I'm like, yeah, I, eh, uh, I just, it's not worth it. If, if, if I still care by the time I get to finishing this message, then maybe I'll post it. But most of the yeah. time I get about halfway through and go, nah. Eh. But for a few of those musings and a few of just like the more life uh, event type stuff, I'm not sharing any of that to Twitter anymore. So I'm, I'm, I am putting a little bit more into Mastodon uh, just when I do have like, Hey, it's I, kind of a I, I downloaded. Oh, this is an article. I think you should read. I'm yeah. not sending it. It, it. it goes to the discord because mm-hmm. I really like chatting with the people on the discord, but then the, the side, the, the other part of that is I'll, I'll send it to the Mastodon too. Sorry. No, I, I I'm with you. And I need, and I need to get on Mastodon. It's me not carving enough time to learn a new platform i think <laughs> i'm not gonna lie it, it is partially that part I, I but mean, it's uh 
so so Oliver has you know I've got his comment up here. I tried yeah, Mastodon yeah. years ago, but maybe it's time to go back in. I'm actually going to say if there's not a reason for you to to seek that kind of short form burst of content social media experience, then just leave Twitter and don't go looking for anything else. I think it's actually better for your brain if you don't. It's just mm-hmm. a major part of my job that I like to get mixed up into the commentary of the things that we do, um, like on our channels and in social media and talking about tech and stuff. But then yeah. also like that is sort of my lifeblood for keeping up with news for things like podcasts and stuff. So Absolutely. that's one of the reasons why I've shifted over harder into a service like Mastodon, because Twitter has lost all credibility as a platform for the safe and fair discussion of news topics. Um, especially over this last week, it's gotten real bad. If you're not mainlining news like that, don't. (laughs) I mean, if you want to hang out, we can hang out. I love having conversations on short-form social media. I'm not telling you not to seek me out, but I am saying if you're not engaging with people specifically for that and you're not using it as a constant drip feed of news Mm -hmm. alerts, it's replaced like an RSS reader for me. Um, then don't, I I think you'll be fine. I think you'll probably be happier for not, but if you're like us and you make shows and podcasts and things, we need something to replace Twitter. And and I think for us, I think a conversation, a place where you're able to have conversations and not necessarily uh, get sucked into a whole bunch of different things going on. I think it's a better, um, just mental health, if nothing else, but also just the ability of kind of just making social media social again. As opposed to antisocial, exactly. which is what's been going on. No, I'm, I get it. I get it. I'm with you. It's not it, for me. It's been more, uh, man. I, honestly, ever since I've been back to the office, it's been a really weird, messed up process for me. Yeah. During the day, you know, three days a week, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, in the office, kind of takes it out of me. And my my production schedule has been messed up. Like I, I was supposed to put this video out for the for the Magic Five Pro um, earlier this week because I knew the launch event uh, that was coming up um, in Hong Kong and. Um, in the UK was coming up this week, but I just didn't have enough time. I, I just, I could not put it together yeah. and I didn't want to just basically throw things in like, you know, just put whatever. So um, yeah, so shooting for that, hopefully for tomorrow, but I also have, you know, obviously let's start talking about some of the things we have as well, because yeah. um, you've been enjoying something like... that I'm, I'm still trying to fiddle through a, a little bit. Oh. Uh, what, well, okay. So I'm, I'm talking about a couple of things, but yeah, I was going to say, which one did you want to start with? I don't know. Uh, we can do the max or we can just bring in uh, Maria over here and have her run the podcast. Cause uh, I love the fact that you got <laughs> she, Marie on the show, man. That was she, nice. It's like Marie will do one thing a year yeah. on the channel. So last, so it wasn't even last year. It was like two years ago. She did a yeah. podcast talking about swapping out a phone. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's right. When you got her off of the LG, it was like the, the LG G7? G7. Yeah, G7 over to the. Uh, yeah, she yeah, I remember that. Her G7. She's still on her 4A 5G, and I wiped out my Pixel 5A, um, and we think we might switch her over to that as her big phone upgrade. Omar, Omar is still running on the 5A uh, 5G. Um, he still likes yeah. that when it works. He likes well, the fact that it has a headphone jack. She wants a <laughs> that was jack. surprising. And yeah, and yeah. I. I she does not like the idea of spending a lot of money on her phone because she her use is very communication heavy. Okay. Um, so she doesn't need she doesn't need more processing power than an LG G6. Like she doesn't. She's no, good. She's covered. Yeah. But if 
if she doesn't go with the Pixel 5a, I'm seriously considering getting her a Sony this year. Oh, like, yeah. Like, I was going to say a Sony 5. compact, uh, like the Xperia, yeah, the compact. The Xperia 5 is the compact. Yeah. I, I, I want to, like, that That might be what we the need five, to do. The 5 Mark IV is seriously a, a really good um, yeah. compact edition, and it kept a lot of the main features from the big guy. Um, I really enjoyed playing with that while I had it uh, back. And, and she um, is not yeah. one that would have missed like the uh, the more advanced like telephoto lenses. Yeah. But I actually think she might kind of dig uh, having a shutter button. Like <laughs> yeah. I think she might actually enjoy like this is a dedicated shortcut that fires it up. It going has back, a going old school hardware fingerprint sensor, just like her Pixel has. Mm-hmm. It's in a different place, but it's not in the screen. It's yeah. it's a, just another hardware thing. And then she'd actually get the upgrade of having a memory card slot again. And, so we'll have to see. And really good speakers. Really, we might really, spend yeah. a little bit more on Marie's next phone. We're holding out this year because I kind of want to see if we see if we get any news um, on an American. Still nothing, actually. Uh, that's actually it's, 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 uh, so quiet. We're in. The, well, I was going to say we're in April. We're practically mid-April at this point. Yeah. And like, I'm honestly surprised. Feel, I'm like, a, they, they did that last year too. started hearing some Like even leaks. Or, like there's not even leaks of what the, well, or, actually I think that's back. even like I, I think I saw something. like, hey, you're going to join us for a briefing or something. Mm-hmm. So Sony's playing this super close to the vest. And it's making me anxious like. Are we going to get a, a delayed strategy for North America? Will the, is, will this be the year they just don't bring a phone <laughs> to North America? I'm <laughs> super anxious. Juan, but, um, what I'm saying right now, please take this with a, with a, all the love that I, I that I have for you as I a brother. Jinx us. You just don't put that out in the in, in the know, universe, man. You you're you're thing. just messing. <laughs> I have been like, think it, don't so say it. Remember, anxious this year because I like. I'm I'm writing an article, and it's just going to be a written article. I don't feel any burning desire to turn it into a video. By the um, way, I'm enjoying writing more than than actually making content. Sometimes I'm yeah. like, it's it's such so much more. I'm like six scripts in, and uh-huh. about four of them I might just turn into written pieces. Absolutely, as opposed to like because like there are some things that like need to be a video. Yeah, and no, no, uh, no. I got a comment, and it was hard for me not to reply snarky. But I, I, I posted a photo. Yeah. People, I cannot express to you how silly exciting it is to see LumaFusion for Android get updated to properly support external monitors. Nice. This is a really big deal. Yeah. yeah. So now we've got a couple different options. If, if you, you can edit a video just all on your phone, and, and that's totally fine. If you have a phone like the Moto Edge Plus, you can use yeah. Ready 4, and you can edit on a monitor. Yeah. Um, so it's not screen sharing. It is you know fully using a 16 by 9 or other aspect ratio yeah, yeah. monitor. It's, it, it still has a desktop experience, yeah. If your phone has video output before, all you could do was screen mirror, which would be a really awkward letterboxing view. So yeah. You wouldn't get the height of your monitor. But now... You can edit on your phone and your preview window. So your is, feed. Because you get even though our phones are like 20 by 9, almost all of the content we shoot is 16 by 9. Yeah. So yeah. it looks weird to like mix these different aspect ratios. But if you have a 16 by 9 monitor, you can send it out there. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm, I'm rambling. Um, oh. This is critical because 
so many more apps could do this. Think about yeah. every game could have an alternate monitor output mode. Yeah. Like maybe you just use your phone as a controller. You don't have to look at the phone and then you could send that to another TV, but then have it properly formatted for 16 by nine. That could be huge. That could be massive, I really would yeah. like to see this because even if we don't get desktop modes, this could alleviate some of the teething pains or content. Like just send it to Netflix and say, hey, if I plug Netflix into this TV with HDCP with the proper copy protection, can you just fill the TV? Because it's dumb to have letterboxed 16 by 9. Because <laughs> you're, yeah, no, no, exactly. All it's doing essentially, it's because it's mirroring and it's keeping the aspect. But so, it, it is a much I, better experience, yeah. I shared a photo and I just posted like, hey, this is a huge update. And, and I posted it on a YouTube post also. So, okay, yeah. fair. YouTube as a social media outlet is built on video. But that's not a video. Like... I, I posted a picture of LumaFusion running on my phone and sending mm -hmm. the video to another monitor. And I said, hey, this is really exciting. Go update your LumaFusion app. Like, that's it. That that would have been the whole video. And one of the first comments I got is like, this really needs to be a video. And you're like, why does that need to be a video? I, I think it's it's you. more it's more about explaining to people on how how do you I don't know like you could make it into a short maybe I guess if you really wanted to kind of like just I, to get get Luma Fusion like like well I'll I say this feel... remember like a couple of years ago we had to we had to I had, I had to do a short just to show people that the Xperia One Mark Three or Four supported you know, audio input, uh, you know, yeah. over the 3.5 mil headphone jack. We had a couple Some... big reviewers who couldn't remember how to plug in a headphone yeah, it, cable. It was, it was, a, it was definitely a... It was a funny yeah. little quirk of writing yeah. off 3.5 millimeter jacks and forgetting what, you know, TRS do and TRRS right. yeah. could do. No, I'm, so I'm I was with... glad that you did that. Yeah. But to me, that is a demonstration that rebuts bad information put out by much larger channels yeah i'm not re the, my my my, my my sharing of the update for luma fusion is not a rebuttal i don't have to That's correct true. any misinformation it, it, it's like I, saying I, hey there's a new feature on you know right? xy device with this hey, update look yeah. there's like an, a new <laughs> It's a press release at best. And I feel like I did my due diligence in putting it out there. But I just think it's funny. It's like we get kind of programmed into this idea of like every morsel of of conversation here needs to be some kind of produced bit. And you're yeah. like, you know what? I, I, I can write 3,000 words on something and still feel like it shouldn't be a video. Like that should be a written piece that people can browse through as much as they want at their yeah. leisure or read the whole thing or come back to it in chunks. I feel like we kind of lose sight of that sometimes where for practical purposes and then also just for time management purposes, some of these things really should be. I, I'm writing an article right now on phones that do phone things, mm -hmm. right? I don't want to make a video that's gonna uh, that people are going to feel like I'm trashing their favorite phone. But I need to illustrate some concepts, and I feel like that just needs to be tucked away in its own little corner as a written piece. If I do this fully produced video and I'm being kind of snarky or playful or something like that, then it's just me being a D-bag. And you're like, no, this actually just needs to be sort of more of a static resource, not a, a, an entertaining watch Juan dance like a monkey kind of a thing. 
So watch Juan try out his new shorts and talk about it on on camera. <laughs> I got that bit well, at the end. I was like, what? I love that. Maybe I do need to just shift my channel over into like outdoor tech, uh, disaster uh, prep, and fashion and apparel. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you no, know, I'm with you. I, I've been really digging batteries. I need to get get back up to speed on solar panels. I had a video planned on that that kind of fell through. But the the biggie for me this week was was spending some time with a sexy little e-bike. It oh my is god. Such a good-looking bike. So, I'm I'm still finishing my side of the video. Um mm-hmm. just you and got just the fancier bike. So, and and was, but it was totally out of co- out of total coincidence. We did not plan this as as you may think it would have happened. One purposely <laughs> went with the the 1ST model and I went with the the with the 1 model. So there was they're, they're both Thunder bikes by, by Velotrick. Velotrick? I'm saying that right? Velo yeah, Velotrick. Velotrick. Yeah, like a uh, Hello and Trek, like uh, electric. Okay, um, so yes, I both Juan and I've been enjoying different versions of the bike. It's a new bike from Velotrek, the Thunder. Uh, there's two models: the Thunder the One Thunder and One. And um, oh, there we are! Oh, look at you! Look at you with your fancy little, uh, you know, animations and all together. that. I, I, I'm going to try and share this uh, on on some sort of like Instagram style. Uh, that is nice, yeah. Thing, so that's the Thunder One SD. To... Uh, the design, for the most part, both are similar, except for the bi- mm-hmm. for the size the of the bike. A little though. different, yeah. But yeah, they're they're, I mean, if you saw them next to each other, you could definitely see that they're related. That's what I meant to say. Um, the, the the one I have is the one, and Juan has the One ST. Uh, both are considered to be Class One bikes. They're pedal assist mm-hmm. bikes. They're not. There's no uh, acceleration. The the motor does not work on its own. You need to actually actively ride the bike for the bike. Yeah, exactly. This is how light it is. You can see Juan basically, you know, definitely going for the gains it's, right there. It's it's like thirty five pounds, not just the frame, but like the frame, the battery, and the tire. Every- all together it's everything pound it, it is it crazy is so light the and the thunder one although bigger is not that much heavier it's seriously it, it does not look like an e-bike it rides um like a, it's basically a, a city a, a street bike it's not a it's not a fat tire it's not an off-road it's a really intended to be ridden on the road um it's like a city bike the way i'd like to describe it um so I, I'm I'm finishing my video. I have all my B-roll. I have my A-roll stuff like that recorded. I just need to edit it, put it together, and try to kind of button it up, make it pretty, uh, almost as close as pretty as to your video that you put out. <laughs> Although my I can my say video that video wasn't that pretty. I had so <laughs> many problems with that video. Hey man, you had better you, you had better weather than I like. Every time I wanted For to sure. shoot something on the bike, it, it was either weird, rainy right? and yeah, like yeah. the last couple of days. I I caught the one day where it wasn't gray. Let me yeah. tell you what you actually see in that video is actually my third full run through of the script. Oh, you okay? Shoot yeah. that video over three times because of weird production issues or cameras that would start to overheat. Because you know, like you'd start, I, I purposely we tried get... to shoot it in the shade, and then I'd get a slice of light. Yeah, hit, I saw. I saw. Yeah, hit yeah. a phone, and then it would like cook that that phone. And, and I was like, I, I'm trying to do this really discreet because, like, every time I put down a tripod, it's like a whole bunch of people come. LAPD out. comes yeah, <laughs> running out to ask me for a permit if, from, oh, for my, my shoot, for my professional I, shoot. I still remember so I that time we two... got asked that one time together in Sherman Oaks. <laughs> Can you guys film? We're just having lunch. We're just filming yeah. ourselves on the table. So that's yeah, not, no, I know that's that's not this. What this is not professional. But technically, no. the fact that we had a tripod 
yeah. they could have kicked us out and asked for. But it, for, but it wasn't even like a full size tripod. It was like a small pioneer. Yeah, it was a tripod. It was like on the table. We were not. Yeah, I know. Three legs and that on a phone. Yeah, and we had we had that you know. Uh, magic uh, back moving uh, removing uh, phone that you bought me um, but yeah no <laughs> I no um, I can't remember what the name of that brand was it was such a piece of crap but Doji not Doji no not Doji no it wasn't it was Doji some kind of Doji's or whatever they're called they're much better built no no but it was like a fancy name like some kind of weird fancy it sounds really fancy but it's not really fancy you know what I mean like it was the, that thing it's got like the fake holes on the back for multiple yeah yeah, yeah exactly because it only had like one camera, camera. but th- yeah exactly oh man so but anyways that, that so, yeah. video and and i feel like which is live by the way if you haven't had a chance to check it out yeah one's video is already out mine will be coming out shortly um and, and I mean, thank you to the folks at Velatric because they've been sort of sponsoring some of these conversations and i'm talking to them about some updates to their bikes and then also some accessory videos yeah that would be uh, nice but but what you're seeing is like that was one on a really bad day, trying to shoot this video, failing two other times. And even my main A-roll camera, um, that was the Xiaomi 12S Ultra, and it's soft. I couldn't figure out, like, what is it doing? Because I at least had a B camera. I was using the Vivo X90 Pro for some of, like, the crouching shots and a different yeah. angle on the uh, I saw that. Yeah, yeah, you had that. You had to jump in every once that, in a while. And that came out a little sharper. But, again, it's, like, it's so hard to kind of judge that in the field it looked really good on the phone screen when i was just kind of going back over some of that so that video was like the most difficult piecing together of footage i think i've done in years it was it it, it was like well you shoot it outside thing. you actually you you toughed it out you actually go outside and uh I I purposely try not to. <laughs> I, I do all of my B-roll well, outside you, but i you, keep my A-roll have like a, a proper backyard I yeah. have an angry collection of neighbors who whine to the HOA if you're in a more <laughs> open public space with a oh camera because, oh, privacy. And you're like, yeah, but I'm pointing this at no one's house off a sidewalk, which is technically over the line of what the HOA should be managing, but you're still going to complain. So I have to be even more like obviously considerate of how I'm you have to you have to stuff. you have to go across the street stand at the bottom of the hill and have the well, camera facing that. yeah you have I to did that for it. the fat tire I actually rode it up like one of the dirt path trails oh, yeah. and i still managed to catch someone so i'm on top of this hill and it overlooks part of the uh the the condo complex that we're mm-hmm. in and i i mean like i'm at least uh, 75 meters not quite a football field but I'm, I'm i'm a distance away across the street from the hoa and in one of the clips i have of me talking i can see this little old lady walking on on the sidewalk like staring at what i'm doing up on the hill maybe she's a new subscriber as she's walking like the whole way over and it's the thing that always gets me it's like i think i always think it's hilarious I try to be very discreet and I try not to put people in videos when they obviously don't appreciate having a camera pointed at them. Absolutely. But when I am talking to the camera and I can't see what's going on around me, um, I have a microphone video that's coming out that I also shot out in public. And it's like, if you don't want to be in someone's video, why do you slow down and crane your neck and stare right down the camera lens Making yourself even more prominent in the video, to where be before the video you were just basically a passing. While you're so offended, 
that someone has a camera pointing at you when you can obviously see I am not operating the camera. <laughs> I am on the other side of the not camera. I cannot. But they, yeah, yeah, the they, they don't know how, how aperture works and how focus levels work. When you focus on that, you, whatever they are at the bottom, is, it's basically a speck. And nobody in the mic it. video, you can see there's this one where it's like a, a woman and her son, and she's really soft. Like she's out of focus, but there's a little bit of her side eyeing, just like a moment of it that's still in the video because I couldn't completely get rid of them. Oh and he just, it's such a funny quirk, but, um, short story, incredibly long, uh, Thunder one, uh, class one e-bike Thunder one yeah. ST is the more streamlined version of that e-bike. And Marie has been taking it out. Um, she hasn't really been on a bike seriously since like high school. Yeah. And now Lex has a proper big, uh, big girl mountain bike. She's got a seven oh, speed. Yeah. Yeah. I saw um, that. Yeah with front suspension. She, she actually makes a couple little appearances in this video too. And the three of us have now done a full, a couple, like, like, ah, uh, what do I say out to, we did the old Agora path that I took you on. Okay. Yeah. yeah. We went a little farther up the neighborhood trail. So round trip, about a six mile ride somewhere. That's in not there. bad. That's decent. But for Marie, just getting back up to speed and using her first e-bike and Lex, um, only just now learning how to ride in the road mm-hmm. so that she's alongside uh, traffic. Uh, that's we're, we're, we're getting there. Like it's, it's good. pretty exciting that we all now have uh, an e-bike, uh, some bikes to ride. or some kind of bike experience. Yeah. Cause I think oh, so, yeah. Uh, for me, it's uh, my experience, at least with the, with the Thunder one, I was riding it by myself basically most of the time, except for about a couple of days ago or so while we had a little bit of good weather, um, I no, it was like last Friday. It wasn't even a couple of days ago. I asked Omar, um, no, no, sorry, think about it. Couldn't have been last Friday. Last last week I was in Texas. Like timing is just not working here. Last Sunday when we came back, I actually, I, I, I insisted on him to try to ride, uh, the Thunder one. And, um, and I told him, I said, look, this looks like a bike, but it's not a bike. It's a, as you pedal, it gives you power. So uh, our street is a little bit at a slant. So I had him just go all the way to the bottom around the cul-de-sac. And I told him, mm-hmm. just come back up and then turn it on. And then he, he's like, oh, he, that look on his face when he realized how like that, that acceleration. And then like I told him, I said, this it's is like a Tesla. This is like a Tesla on a bike. You're yeah. getting help, you're getting assistance, but you're not having to pedal as much. So you get the exercise of pedaling and the motion and pushing the pedals and going around, but the bike lets it, makes it a much more comfortable and much more enjoyable yeah. ride, especially if you're trying to go for distance. Uh, and, but you're still going to get your heart, your, your, your breathing, uh, it's going to go higher and your heart if, rate's going to go if up. You, if you get used to the motor tiers, it's mm-hmm. pretty easy to get to a place where you're passively pedaling. Barely, yeah. As long no, as no. the bike detects that the, uh, the the pedal sensor is being tripped, so you can keep it on like gear one, which is I... like uphill gear, <laughs> and then turn the motor up to like level five. Yeah, and your no. feet are still technically moving in a circle, but you are putting no effort into yeah, it. You could it's definitely. Not as, yeah. it's, it's not as specific as a throttle switch. Class one yeah. e bikes don't have a throttle. A class mm-hmm. two e-bike, you've got a little thumb switch where you can completely stop pedaling and hit the thumb switch and the bike will go all on yeah, its own. Exactly. Um, but you can almost get there. <laughs> I, 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 will, I, I, I will say the, the first time I, when, when I first got the, the, the Thunder one, 
I put it together. I assembled everything. The assembly is actually pretty easy. It's pretty simple. It's pretty straightforward as far. Yeah, this one it's is one of the quick. one of the yeah. And um, I had the bike. The, I had the bike on its first ride with the brakes adjusted in mm-hmm. under a half hour. That's nice. Yeah. Well, I mean, I yeah. remembered it from. Um, well, I remembered it from other, cause I have another bike that I'm also working on, but, um, the, the Thunder one is actually very much, a much simpler approach than like some of the other ones, the one that we, you and I rode when we, when I visited you that oh, one yeah. time, the discover. So, yeah. the discover one. So for me, like I said, it's, it, it's one of those e-bikes that are easy to take care of, easy to make, easy to just basically put together. I did need to get used to that whole, um, the, the tire, uh, the oh man, what what is that called? Uh, where we were inflated, the little. Um, I'm assuming yours has the same mechanism for the uh, for the air, uh, the the little nozzle where you put in the air. It's yeah. a different kind of. It's a different style of uh, of a yeah. thing. And I didn't realize that it was there because I didn't have the adapter for it. So none of my uh, my yeah. pumps would work for it. Luckily, the uh, I have a kit for the car, like an electric pump, and it had the adapter. So once I got that and I realized how to use it, they had to release the thing at the top, put the adapter, and then put that on. Yeah, I was fine. That that was a little futsy. And, and I still feel like uh, the, the thing I think a lot of people aren't going to – Putting the bike together and screwing in all the bolts is one thing, but yeah. adjusting disc brakes. Like if you buy your bike from a nice shop, they're going to do all of those kinds of adjustments and tensioning and making sure the pads are seated properly and stuff like that. And I think that's always the one that makes me the most anxious is like, yeah, you really want to know that your brakes work. <laughs> <laughs> you really want to know you can stop. Before you so go into you, turbo mode, you definitely want to make sure those brakes work. Right. Before you go to plaid, you just want to make sure that you can also come back. Exactly. Um, so, so that's always the one that I recommend. Like, you know, the rest of the bike is going to build really fast, but you flip mm-hmm. it upside down and you spin that wheel. And if you hear any kind of little like metallic squeaking or, meta- or, yeah, squeaking or something like that, you, you, you've got to take your time and make sure that you've got that all seated. But L- lucky for me, the first time, bike yeah, for me, I put it on, it was fine. Uh, the mm-hmm. only thing I had to adjust and uh, get used to was more. Um, setting up the app because so the, there was a difference, a slight difference between the two as well. Is uh, the Thunder One has an, an has an app where the Thunder One ST doesn't have one. Nope. Um, makes it a little bit easier to kind of kind of just kind of get going yeah. almost. Um, and uh, the good thing at least on on, our, on my side is that it has Android and iOS. Uh, I was using it mostly on and iOS because mm-hmm. we got our our bikes ahead of launch and the Android app wasn't available at the time. So in my video, yeah. when you guys watch that one, you'll see a lot more uh, iPhone, the 13 Pro Max showing up in there. Um, although the screen grab of the app will be showing uh, off of my Android because I was finally able to switch it over to, I put it on the, my uh, Pixel 7 Pro. Something to keep it Perfect. running. And um, it, it's a pleasure. So long story short, check out the uh, the Thunder One ST and the Thunder One. Hopefully, my video. Hopefully, maybe later this week. It could be early next week, depending on how. I still need to send it back over to Velatrix uh, um, team and make sure that they're, you know, they're happy. It's kosher. I didn't say anything wrong <laughs> or mis misquote <laughs> a, a technical spec. Uh, but I think for the most part, it's enjoyable. And if you're looking for this type of uh, class one bike, I think this really fits the bill. Uh, and they're running a special promotion that's going on for the next few days. So if you guys are thinking about that, check out Juan's video. He has a, a link there directly to their site, and you can check out both the Thunder One and the Thunder One ST. The Thunder One does come in two different sizes, where I think the yeah. ST only comes in one, if I'm not mistaken. No, it, right? it's so it also has the, two. The ST also has two sizes. Oh, okay. The, 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 the Thunder One, I think, is both sizes are a little bit larger. 
yeah the st both but it also has a longer range yeah the s the thunder one actually had a max of 70 mile 70 uh, mile uh oh, yeah. range where but i think yours was it, it that was it, the funniest part of all of this um for all of the other features and the cool things and there are a whole bunch of things that we're not even talking about like performance and speed and oh yeah, yeah. and security features there are some really cool new security features but you're just gonna have to catch our videos that, that's I, I was trying to leave a little are. bit yeah i was trying to leave um, a little bit in there yeah the 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 biggie for us was i was looking at the extra range and just the thunder one was a little bit heavier Mm-hmm. And the uh, the fat tire bike that I ride, the frame and battery, all told, the bike is closer to around eighty pounds. Yeah, it, it's a big, yeah, it's hefty, a big guy. Yeah, that, monster. It, it, but bike. it drives heavy too. It's not just yeah, oh, it's heavy. But yeah, yeah. You, you know, you know you when you're riding. It. Yeah, <laughs> big time. You, and, and like you, when you take you, a turn, you really got a plan. Like, how am exactly. I going to lean this thing? It's it's not a motorcycle, but it's as close as a bicycle can feel to a motorcycle. And yeah. so I really wanted Marie, even though it's an e-bike and she can be a little intimidated by operating a motor and stuff, I really wanted her to feel like this was as bike-like as possible down mm-hmm. to the ounces of weight of difference between the two. And so a full class one e-bike with a battery that's built into the frame, you can't hot swap it like you can. That's true. Um, yeah, yeah, you can't bikes. change the battery. But... It's got a reasonable range. It's less than half the curb weight of my fat tire. Like, she cannot walk my fat tire around obstacles. Like, it is too heavy. It's too cumbersome. She can pick up this bike or jump it off a curb. Like, it's... She, she, it is just like a bicycle. It, it's her, seriously I, I, and huge. I think it's a big point of what they're trying to do. They wanted to make it so much less of an e-bike feeling than it is just a regular bike experience. Yeah. With the ability to use pedal assist when needed, um, you know, fingerprint sensor, uh, you know, solution, a whole bunch of different things in there. But don't um, don't spoil this. Sorry, security. no, no. Yes, I left that so that you could your video. You need to watch. I know, I know. Uh, if you if you if you made it this long with us, thank you very much for hanging out on this show. Uh, but um, yeah, we're we're both starting to kind of experience a little bit more outdoorsy, and I'm actually enjoying this type of tech more yeah. as well. Um, gets me out of the office, gets it more you know fresh air, just ex- enjoying the neighborhood, and um, still need to get you cranky. But yeah. for as excited as I am about numerous phone launches and some tablet oh, news, yes. we've got there's a, so, so much so much cool stuff that's coming yeah, to yeah. our traditional channels. I have to say I've been a little defeatist about things like, like a major mission. And I feel like we're simpatico on this, but a major mission is trying to bring other people into the fold. Yeah. It's not like I'm an evangelist, but I feel tech is more exciting when you can bring other people in and you can have a broader conversation and we can grow our tech mm-hmm. enthusiast ranks yeah. for the last year. It felt, it feels like our community is shrinking and it's shrinking on these lines that sort of correlate more with whatever's just sort of most conveniently popular. Yeah. And as much as I want to be that rah, rah, no, let's fight it. Let's do this. Let's do that. I'm really excited about this phone launch. I'm really excited about that phone launch. I also think generationally, mm-hmm. it's kind of done. Uh, the, the, the conversation is is getting ratcheted in a direction where anyone under the age of like 30 like Android just doesn't exist. It is such a novelty that I'm starting to see a few pixels at my daughter's school, all from older owners and older parents. Like yeah. it, it just doesn't exist. And I feel like 
we've let the the game, that conversation, the competition stagnate to such a degree that it's kind of over. We've got a lot of momentum and we're going to see a lot of like really cool stuff come out and I'm going to celebrate it. I'm here for it. Oh, absolutely. But I'm also yeah. looking at like, what else am I really passionate about and what else am I having a lot of fun covering and what else can we kind of do to mix up just this? Here is a phone and it has mega pickles and giggle flips and this is a Geekbench score. And you're like, I just don't care about that anymore. And I don't think anyone who's watching these videos really cares about that anymore. So when a phone comes in and does something really exciting, I just want to talk about that. And then let's see if we can also add some other things into this that can kind of flesh out a whole lifestyle yeah. of gadgets and electronics rather than just here is phone comparison after phone comparison after phone comparison. Because that's also getting really tired too. It's like the YouTube algorithm is just purposely being divisive. Yeah. If you put two phones in competition with each other, your video will do a little bit better because it, it's trying to prime an audience to be upset. That's the thing that kills me. It's like, I don't want my video to be used as a platform for a social media site just to make someone upset. And so like I did, um, out, out of all my OnePlus videos, the OnePlus mm -hmm. 11 versus the Pixel 7 Pro is the one that's, that's doing the best traffic wise. I guarantee you it's because that is a divisive topic that gets people upset on both sides of the conversation. If you call one of them the winner, or if you don't really have good reasons for why you might like one over the other, yeah. it's all just rage bait. And that's not what my video is. <laughs> like my video is trying to highlight differences or the similarities between the two. And that's kind of gross when you think about how social media is playing you against your own hobby just to keep you upset so that you'll sp stay on the site longer and interact with content that makes you upset. Well, it's just so, it's and also to find gross. other content that can support your, your, pre your preset bias in there. And then just, you know, kind of to fix that problem that you had from the comparison video. No, I, I get it. I'm, I'm with you. It's, it's, it is an algorithmic based system. It's, I mean, Facebook has tested it out and they know exactly yeah. how to, it, it's been Facebook proven. I, that was very kind of you. Facebook didn't, test it out facebook experimented with on the, their uh, on their user uh, on their own user users. base uh, it's just super gross so anyway that yeah. that was way more into that than we needed to get but well no no of... uh phones i actually i, I did i yeah. since you said phones i actually kind of want to talk about a couple of things that are coming up this week um so earlier th today uh i posted an article on this obviously it was just an announcement on my side i don't have the phone itself uh but uh asus released the rog or you know uh republic of gamers asus rog phone 7 series or 7 and 7 ultimate there is no pro this year uh so just basically two versions which makes sense no, I, I honestly no pro gamers absolutely you make money on gaming if you're a professional gamer there's no phone for you no, nope. yeah, really you got to be an ultimate gamer, but that's again yeah, different that's... league, not the same level. Yeah, I feel like you should only be allowed to sell one of those because they would be the ultimate gamer. Well, and at, at their else core, would just have to buy a regular <laughs> ROG. I think at their core, they share a lot of experiences, but essentially, like an eight, eight Gen two, as you can imagine, <laughs> gaming phone. There'll be a second generation of this, obviously, later in the year when they so release the plus. What, what are your feelings? It's, it's been a while since I've I've like spent a long time. Like every ROG, I've kind of poked at and played with. Yeah, I feel if we're making if we're having this conversation and let's get divisive because man that google loves it when we're divisive and comparing Absolutely. phones and stuff so let's really hurt some feelings here um i like what asus is doing yeah but if i'm buying a phone specifically with the intent mm -hmm. to play games 
I'm personally more interested in that built-in cooling fan on the Red Magic. So yeah. what have your experiences been? Because like we, we've both played with Red Magic and ROG and oh, absolutely. I, I, and Pocos and all oh, that. Oh, what, my what son's gaming phone feeling? is still a Red Magic. Yeah. Yeah. So 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 what what where would you lean? I mean like do do you go at ROG and and appreciate some of those like nicer hardware elements that Asus can play with or are you looking at the more streamlined but like let's cook the internals of this phone and get get that fan spinning. So it, it it's a, it's a combination of a few things. There's the software and the hardware portion of it. I appreciate what Asus does on hardware side because they do leverage a little bit more um, experience over the years of producing this type of device. I like the secondary HDMI port. I like the fact that we have a, a, a you know a, a, an actual quad DAX uh, headphone jack that's supported with quality audio. Stereo speakers that are definitely very strong if you want to enjoy content from it. Um, and the cooling mechanism, when it comes down to cooling, I still feel like. So Asus admit, admits to this, in, in a, not directly, but like inadvertently, they do basically make a cooler that they release with every generation of a ROG phone that comes out. The last one that I had um, that I got a chance to keep was the ROG Phone 5. I, have the, I tested out the ROG Phone 6 later in the year. But the biggest thing about it is Red Magic has basically has been the only manufacturer to put in an active cooling fan built into the system to try to cool the SOC and the memory and the GPU as you're playing games. And I, you have to appreciate what Red Magic is doing. So from a hardware standpoint, there's a plus on both sides. Asus addresses it with an external cooler where, where Red Magic no longer makes the external cooler, but also they have an option for it, but they do have a built-in one. Um, and I feel like Asus... Uh, it does manage a little bit the experience a little bit more than where Red Magic just lets you basically go, go play and do whatever you want with the phone. It will cook, it will make your breakfast, it will do whatever you want. So <laughs> I'm I'm a little bit in between because I look for my phone to be a little bit more than just gaming by itself. I want to be able to put, you know, turn off the game and then start listening to some really good music. And I want to be able to enjoy that on some nice hands. That for me, I feel like where Asus kind of takes the lead. It, it, they, and obviously they demand the price for it. When it comes down to yeah. software, this is where I feel like Red Magic falls for me a little bit because their okay. software support is just almost not existent. And yeah. if I do get an update on the uh, on the Red Magic Six Pro or the Red Magic Seven last year, it's like if the first month you get it, you'll get one update, and then it's once every six months or something. So this is where I felt like not, maybe not even that. no, no, maybe not even there. And and then what I'll say with the ROG Phone Two, which was the one that I've kept, that we had for the longest time, we got two Android updates uh, on that one with uh, when Omar See, before the the phone. Yeah. yeah. So to me, it's like you have to appreciate what what the that extra little bit of cost comes with. It's that support, the few extra premium things. Um, but uh, to be fair. For where my son uses his phone, he doesn't care for the headphone jack. I mean, he does use it, but he doesn't care that it has to be a good headphone TK, jack. Okay, I feel you have failed as a father. I I no. So I, I will no, say the the I, the, I, the benefit I of the headphone jack became very. <laughs> let me let me finish this example. <laughs> on our trip back from Texas, our um, what's it called? Both flights that we were on because we were doing a connecting flight through Houston. Both flights didn't have internet. So Omar had mm. no phone, had, had no, um, there was no way for him to basically watch shows or do anything like that without having to be on his phone. And he forgot his Bluetooth headset at home. And then the first thing he came up to me, he's like, hey, I forgot my headset. Do you have something? Like I said, no, no, no. Just ask the attendant for headphones. They'll give you free, free buds. I don't have an extra pair because I don't bring wired. 
Um, so he actually was able to listen to his music, watch his show. You know, he was able to turn on the United yeah. app and connect it there. All of that using the headphone jack. And he appreciated having that. And I told him, I said, in the past, I said, do you want to go to the Pixel 6a? It's a, it's a newer phone. It has a better processor, but you're losing the fingerprint sensor and you're losing the, uh, the headphone jack. And he's like, I, I kind of like those. He likes yeah. the ability of tapping his finger on the back of the phone and the phone unlocks. That's such a satisfying effect that you don't get right now because you have to make sure to tip the finger in the right spot. Yep. So story is, I feel like what he likes out of his phone for the, for gaming 90% of the time, I think the red magic does it perfectly. I don't think he needs an ROG who, who would need an ROG is somebody that's looking to a little bit more like they want to take it to the next level, better hardware, but again, similar experiences. It's a 1080p 165 Hertz refresh rate display. 6,000 milliampere battery, HN2, you know, better cooling mechanism as usual every single year uh, with triggers, which we also have on the Red Magic and um, air cooling using an external fan, not internal. So I, I have this kind of like, because I feel like for you and me, we, we both appreciate phones that do computer things. Yeah. And we're both heavily focused on phones that are good for content creators. Like the phones that I'm, I'm going to celebrate the most over the course of a year are phones that really do interesting things with camera tech. Absolutely. Um, Yeah. Lately I've been really, this is like literally like 90% what I look for. That's why I'm excited for next week's announcement. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty flush this year. And Xiaomi might just rock our socks again. This is is the 989 year that I'll I'll say it now. I'm going to call it now. This is the 989 year. This is the, we need to just appreciate a second year behind the rest (laughs) of the world. Oh, absolutely. China has been enjoying it for a year. We finally, yeah, we're getting a whiff of the secondary. I, I feel like we, we, if we can make those, those categories, if we can, if we can divide audiences and say, there are some people who appreciate streamlined communications, some people who want really good productivity and work features, some people who want really great content creation features. Yeah. I have a hard time with the ROG relying so heavily on an external cooler that the person, cause, cause we know gamers and we know like this fixation that we get with people who look for like flagship killer phones. I yeah. want, the best possible performance in, with the the fastest possible chip in the lowest possible price. That's kind of what yeah. gamer gear has started to represent to a lot of people. Not to everybody. There are some people who want to spend thirty thousand dollars building an incredible like VR gaming rig, and that's a different kind of conversation. But for phones, I have a hard time. I, I like the ROG isn't going to have great cameras. They're going to have good cameras yeah the red magic has okay cameras yeah um but i feel like the differentiator is making an exotic cooling solution happen internal to the phone without having to carry another puck this is one yeah. of the things that we keep talking about is like oh if i have to carry something extra to turn my phone into a gaming thing why don't i just also own a nintendo switch and just let them eat cake you know like you can always find someone who will weasel but you lose some of that when you have when you have a, a, a piece of gaming hardware that is built to game in a way like no other competitor does. Yeah. I feel like there is a lot of merit here because we're talking about a niche device. So why are we going halfway? Why are we making a phone that's mostly a phone and can add a cooler, but it's really a gamer phone, but it's kind of not, you know, I, I, I've gotten a lot of people criticizing uh, the Razer Edge. 
I think the idea of a gaming tablet has a lot of merit if you're talking about a high performance consistency of performance and you've got active cooling on it. Yeah. It is something Apple will never do to an iPad is add active cooling. No, iPads no. play games, but they're not gaming tablets. No. And so the ROG to me just keeps hitting this mental block that I've got where if I have to add something to it, is it really a gaming phone? Because <laughs> a lot of what makes the, the I'm sorry, I'm almost done. A lot of yeah. what makes the ROG cool, we can replicate on a Sony or yeah. on a Motorola. Actually, like the Motorola tools and controls for gaming and game streaming are way better than you would expect a productivity-focused productivity label like Motorola yeah. carry i mean they've got yeah, built-in yeah. one button streaming to twitch i mean like you you're gonna do that you can add a controller and a cooler and to me that's pretty close to the experience that um asus is, is, Absolutely. is also trying to deliver I, I i think the the certain portions of that i feel like asus jumps into and and just for reference also just my experience with it with the ROG lines of devices is purely up to the ROG phone 6 Diablo edition that I got a chance to uh use I think late last year uh but I haven't had a chance to see the 7 yet so the 7 for me it's primarily just based on what we've seen and 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 years of using ROG devices from them for me I, I think you hit the nail on there uh, on the head right away when you said we when we look at devices we look at devices that are able to do a little bit more computer like experiences or devices that do just more than a regular phone asus's approach to the rog's line of devices yes is a little bit modular because they're trying to make it into more of an ecosystem but they've also if you remember i think we've seen it before at ifa or even uh, some of the other events they have docks for the rg phone where you're able to dock it and it connects to a tv you're able to play games you know the the controllers become wireless you have that wireless experience going on i think the placement of the second usb c port is a crucial uh, game-changing experience when you're thinking of it in a gaming center because you're using the phone you're playing with the phone all the time but 90 percent of the time you're blocking the port when you want to yeah. charge so that having that secondary USB-C at the bottom, which is also your video out, by the way, your video out is only on the bottom USB-C, not the right one, because that's only for charge. So that's where the aesthetics kind of become a little bit more functional. Um, one of the comments we're talking about is actually the one you have highlighted right there is yeah. they do need a desktop experience. You're right. They need something mm -hmm. like a ready for to leverage bigger screens as opposed to just mirroring your display. Um, I actually, if you remember, they, they used to have even the clamshell uh, gaming controller uh, yep. uh, case. It's a case with a secondary yeah. display, kind of like the LG Wing and the V60 did, uh, but more of a clamshell uh, for for the for the ROG Phone Five. I want to say, I want to say the Five or the Three. But long story, but, but extremely that, short. That same way, I mean, the Red yeah. Magic Eight does actually introduce a rudimentary console style mode, which isn't terrifically dissimilar from. Moto Ready 4. Uh, okay. Again, it's, it's like we keep... If you're going to say it's a gaming phone, I really need it to have something else other than an edgy design. So the headphone I jack agree. helps because that is, yeah. that is a... That, that if you want the best possible lowest latency audio performance with the best consistency, you, you need a cable. Um, the dual USB ports, that does help. So there are some fine differences that can point this to a more enthusiast class of consumer. But to me, 
the person who's saying, I'm going to buy a phone, and one of the main things I'm looking for is the best ability to play games on that phone. Yeah. And, and we're, we're acknowledging, like, this is not... This is not a, a large representation of the overall smartphone <laughs> market. This is a we're going yeah, we're going very sliver. Absolutely, someone who is making the choice to own this as opposed to owning a phone and some type of like Steam Deck or Nintendo Switch. They are going to do their gaming on that one device, and they want the one device that's going to do that the best. I have to start with the performance, and I have to look at. Man, what you can do with active cooling in a phone is yeah, no, no, I'm with you. Pretty ridiculous. Uh, no, no, absolutely. And and the fact that um, on on a Red Magic you're able to play um, Dead Cells, um, you know, uh, no, sorry, Undead Horde at 120 frames per second. It, it that that just won oh, me yeah. right there. I couldn't I couldn't hold the phone for too long playing the game, but I could play it at 120. That, you know what I mean? You put like, it in a controller cradle, and you're great. I, <laughs> yeah, actually, or you could just basically go into your freezer. Actually, the weather we've been having not that for for quite some time was very conducive of better cooling temperatures to play right? hotter phones. But um, so I, I had I, to look it up. I, I this is the uh, man. This is not great. So I have my Red Magic Seven Pro. Yeah, I haven't I haven't spent any time with the Red Magic Eight. I keep looking at it, and I've almost purchased it like three or four times now. And then something else pops up that I need to work on that I know. I I think you and I need it. to. Yeah, we need to kind of save our money for uh, for something a little bit yeah, more. Some big purchases are going to be coming up pretty soon with adaptive. Um, so, uh, yeah, sorry. So Red Magic Seven Pro, Very uh, it yeah. got an update the first week that um it went live so I, I had this um i didn't have an embargo i think i got it like the day it was publicly available like at launch uh it is showing no updates now so again first week update that's all it's gotten that i can remember and it's currently on the march 1st android security update oh wait excuse me it's currently on the march 1st 2022 security. <laughs> I was about update, to say March 1st is, is not, not that bad, Juan. I mean, I don't know if you that's, want, I mean, come on. You, you want April 1st at the moment April starts. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, not pretty not good. No. I, <laughs> but, so, but that's, that, that's the style of, and I'm not trying to say it, make it sound like Asus is updating it every month. It, obviously they're, they're doing every three months, every two, four months. It's, it's but periodic. They are getting updates. Yeah. But the fact that I got on, on a on a on the RG phone two on the RG phone five, I could I bet you right now that if I turn on turn on the RG phone five right now, I'll have at least a couple of updates that I need to push. That's the thing that I feel like differentiates that is a, a little bit. For sure. But I but I will say the last thing for me that the one that gets me the one that makes me if I had to make a decision why I would go for the RG over the Red Magic is you remember that Steam Deck dock? Um, I think I got you one for you for Christmas. I think last yeah. year. I got one for myself as well, because as you can imagine, I'm not, I mean, I got one for you, and I'm like, then I'm jealous. Got one for you. Why didn't I get one for myself? So I got one <laughs> myself too. I can actually take the Steam Deck out, put the ROG phone in that same dock because of the secondary USB-C connection, mm-hmm. br- push it up to the TV, and play with my Xbox controller in less than not even. I can boom, boom, and start playing. And to me, that experience is so versatile. That's 
Yeah. And I'm not talking first party accessories. I'm using just a generic off of Amazon, uh, you know, uh, Steam Deck. It was actually designed for the Steam Deck with an extending uh, USB, but it had Ethernet in the back, it had HDMI, uh, and it, of course, has uh, USB, uh, USB-A ports to be able to plug in your controllers. So that, to me, sells me on this experience a little bit more. But I appreciate what Red Magic does from a price point, from a sheer horsepower, and the sheer cosmetic appearance of with the phone. It still looks cool, still has a nice functionality. And I think last year with the 7, not the 7 Pro, they had that really nice translucent looking back with all the RGB and yeah, colors and the fan. Cool. That was a really cool one. I, I really... I, I sometimes really miss, I feel like bad for selling that phone because I turned that phone so quickly. <laughs> I, I couldn't yeah. tie up my money for on to one, but. But, but I also I, feel like uh, the, last year was just sort of tough for all of us having those high performance conversations that the. Absolutely. Because uh, wasn't there a Red Magic 7T? Was it a T or an S or some kind of variant S. that had the. It, yeah, so Gen Red Magic 1? does the S series. Um, so I have the 8 Gen 1. And let me yeah. tell you. Boy, howdy, does that thing get toasty, and I guarantee you that you get a noticeable improvement to performance per watt. It'll still probably run hot, yeah. but you will get a better performance for how hot it's running on that mm-hmm. 8 Plus Gen 1, and again, here now on the 8 Gen 2. I'm trying 8 to Gen 2 has been uh, really, I, I mean, oh, it's it's, just uh, so I'll, I'll say... Overall, from every phone, there, every manufacturer that we've had an opportunity to check out for, for an Agent 2 type of device, the performance has been so much better. The second, the, I mean, comparing it just eight, Gen 1 to Agent 2, it's like night and day. So for me, alone for that feature, I feel like somebody that, that maybe has been pushing their system too much, a lot and they realize that all that temperature issues on the Agent 1, the Agent 2 can definitely be a benefit there. And um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a tough it's a tough story to kind of explain, but TSMC fixed the issue first generation with the eight plus gen one. And now we see it with the eight plus, uh, with the agent two. Um, I think it, it's a, it's a no brainer. We can definitely see the benefit, but I, I, I still, I'm with you. Know you. How much ROG, the ROG seven is supposed to sell for? Cause I can't find, uh, starts at a thousand twelve. Uh, so I think if I'm not mistaken, so it's not sold in the U S yet. If you see it on the, um, I think I had it. In oh, the, uh, okay, okay. Okay. So here so Forbes it, has it 999 Euro to start. That, so that's the seven at 12 to 56. Then yes. you have the seven at 12, 512. And then there's the seven ultimate at 16, 512. So that's the ultimate is, uh, yeah. And that's the 1450 or 14. And then that one includes the external magic? cooler. Red Magic starts at around six fifty to seven hundred, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I was They've always say, I stated that it was like two hundred dollars less. Oh, more, more, more for sure. Okay, like so, so I, then I, let me, it, let maybe the maybe Magic the Pro first. is more. I know that the standard uh, the standard model usually about six fifty. So it's right there, yeah. Oh, I don't even think there is a Red Magic Eight in North America. Oh, I, I'm sorry. I, I was more referencing last year's Seven and Seven Pro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I just want to pull that up. But let's see, Red Magic Eight. Pro by now, uh, and let's say sixteen five twelve is eight hundred dollars. Wow. Okay, so it's. I mean, again, if we were just loosely translating euro to dollars, which obviously those prices don't work out, but it's about a thousand. Price, yeah, the starting, starting price around. for an ROG is nine ninety nine. Yeah. The starting price for the 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 top end version of the Red Magic is seven ninety nine. So the two hundred dollars what you don't pay for is software updates. 
Well, no, Software but, but plus, will no, no, cost it, you, cost yeah, $200. Ap- apples to apples. It's, it's a, it's a much bigger, I mean, you're talking about, obviously, I think this is the pro comes with 16 gigs of RAM. No, and, no, no. So, so that's what I'm saying is like the entry level ROG is it's $200, $200 more, more than, than the that maxed out yeah. Red Magic 8 Pro. But so. yeah, so I, 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 what I think it's Ooh. both of these devices offer us a good experience. Uh, but it does come down to basically preference of what features do you want. It's kind of like saying, I want to get a 3080 or I want to get a 3090 or if, you know, or should I upgrade to the 40 series? It depends on what you're going to do and what you need it for. If you need the modularity and the ecosystem that is outside of the system itself, meaning the core computing is the phone and all the other things are accessories to it. I feel like ROG has been doing that and they know the ecosystem is built around it. If you like just straight up go in there and play and you don't you want to save some money and still get the best bang for the buck, our, and Red Magic still has that. And I think that's the the thing I appreciate about Red Magic is that they're still sticking to their core experience. They haven't shifted from it. They're still giving you a better experience for less money. And you just proved it there. Two hundred dollars less than the on the on the maxed out yeah. eight pro than the basic seven that doesn't even have the air cooler with it. Okay. So yeah. Man, this is that does make me a little a little cranky considering these are not cheap phones, but they are. They're no longer. Yeah, they're not cheap anymore. Yeah, they're definitely. It's 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 the same conversation would be if you were recommending something for Google camera enthusiasts. Because even my fallback would be like, okay, even if I'm maybe not on the most current Android security patch, we could look at Google Play system updates. And even mm-hmm. that could give you a little bit of a buffer for the That's true. most common vectors of attack. Um, Google Play system update, December 1st, 2021. It was a good year. I heard it was a good year. Um, it was a great year. I, I've heard many great things about 2021 yeah. was the year. No, I guess 2022 would be the year we transitioned I, I, it, out. It doesn't even give me the ability to check for another update it's grayed out it's it's like no you're this is it you're you're updated that that kind of makes my eye twitch a little out of out of curiosity that was a phone that they sent you right yeah so it could be a little different if maybe i got i I was a funky review unit that's fair in 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 early earlier generations i would say that that was something i always had um where they would send me a pre-production unit if you got, but it Mine sounded like yours like came. It was full retail, man. I, oh no, no, I still the hardware is always done. It's ninety uh, percent like, of these but... companies have their hardware done way ahead of when their software is done. Fair. You know, case in point, Samsung. They release a phone and they fix it in post. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> it is how we do things, right? I, I don't want to bring right. in Samsung just to bag around them, but seriously, like um, so many companies now will release a phone and no, you they, know, they, they use the Microsoft approach this thing. like it's a gaming appliance. That happens to make phone calls, but <laughs> phone calls. I, what are I, those? I still? I I mean, like again, I I'm I'm purposely putting this up here, and I still feel like there is a reasonable. Back in the day, I was an LG fan. As yeah. I was making my transition out of being a Samsung Knight into being an LG Stan, I, you would have to make that that balance, and I think it's fair if you can highlight. I'm spending my money on this kind of hardware, acknowledging I'm probably not going to get that kind of software. Yeah. But when we're talking about things like Google Play system updates and I can't get this hardware to kick over into something more recent, that makes me a little like I have a harder time with that. The vulnerability is totally fair. And Grant is in the, the, the chat here, too. Oh, um, hey, Grant. Hey, man, how like, you doing? I've, the hardware, I've been following his, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the hardware conversation is 
extreme when you pick <laughs> up a Red Magic. I, I'm telling you, like, this phone is built so well. It oh, is absolutely. so smooth. The fan is so good uh, at, at getting more performance. The air triggers are fantastic. The battery life and fast charging are great. Fast charging actually has been crazy nice, yes. So good. That was one of the but biggest reasons I chose that you one are as well. Absolutely making a targeted conversation on <laughs> what the software hardware balance might be. There's a little trip down memory lane. I mean, like over there, I, I, I put it back on my bookshelf again, but I also had the Razer phone out for a while. And it's just like, man, we had so many great gaming phones that felt substantial. They felt like gaming appliances. They felt like consoles. For a couple it, of years, I felt like Razer was pushing the edge and making ROG catch up. Yeah. And then suddenly, and then just you know, kaput. yeah, exactly. And, but no, no, I mean, so look, the, I, and I don't want to make it sound like it's a long thing. I, I, there are, there is a pro there's pros and cons to both case situation. This is purely made for a specific type of user. Um, I can make it, I can make a case for why this makes sense perfectly for me, especially with my son, um, as well as for myself when I want to be able to play games. Like I personally prefer the Razer Edge over the ROG and the, uh, the other experience, because I feel like the Razer Edge gives me what I want out of a, a portable solution that is Android based, but also gives me cooling and it gives me the ability of also popping it out of the controller and watching content sure. on something like we, that we're both playing with right now, which is, oops, if I don't want to drop oh. things as usual, um, you know, this little Max uh, toy that we do, uh, that we're both oh, playing oh, with right on. now. Uh, let me, I, I just, just again, in our trip down memory lane, I, I, I had to take a look. I pulled up Black Shark. And oh man! There's been no new news. So rest, Black rest in 5 peace, Pro. Yeah, rest in peace, Black Shark. When they came out with, and all of them are sold out. And I don't think they even did a refresh on the Black Shark Five. I think it is just they stuck with the eight Gen One for that entire gen, and then just sort of stopped. So. It, it was tough. I mean, it, it's a it's a tough it's a tough <sighs> case. I mean, you think about it. The My Black Shark Four is Dude. is just a tank. That thing is so good. I like the little pop-out triggers. Mm -hmm. It's got the... Um, oh, you had the 4 Pro. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Oh, did it, was it the 4 or the 4 Pro that I had? I might have only had the, the 4. The pop-out... Uh, the two versions they released, one had the flush triggers, which were more touch-sensitive, and the one right. that popped up, I think it was the, the, the Pro. I could... Uh, don't quote me, but... Yeah. No, 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 no. So, so, so the reason why I think that's off mm -hmm. is I was actually happier to have the phone with the Snapdragon 870. Oh. I think the four pro had the eight eighty eight. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, no, no problem. So so for me it was like it's technically the less performant, but when you get into longer stretches of gameplay, it's actually more consistent. <laughs> so I was I was I, I I rocked that Black Shark four so hard. And then I, I started playing with some red magics and I'm like, ooh, cooling fan. <laughs> <laughs> kind of switched him. Who, who, who would have thunk passive cooling running air over a hot components would be right. a beneficial thing i i don't know while, pc while makers this, maybe were wrong i'm gonna see if i can just fire up a sim like i think i've got my old google fi sim i'm gonna pop one in and just see if maybe that might nudge activate uh, the, the red the magic to get like a security patch so for so, me I, we haven't had a sim card in see, that phone. if you see your face on the hat pointing towards my camera it's because i'm I'm gonna see if we can Let we me, can get okay. this. No, no, no. I'm I'm with you. I'm with you. No, totally. I, and I, so I think overall, the the experience is just not. 
like I said, I, I look at it as if you're making a recommendation for somebody that is a, a photography or a videography enthusiast and they want that phone that does the, that portion of the work so much better, like in Find X6 Pro, like in uh, Xiaomi 13 Pro, or in X90 Pro and X90 Pro Plus, those are devices that are specifically built around the camera. I feel like they're camera first, device second. Like right. the fact that it makes phone calls is just a coincidence because it's in that shape. But the reality is they've done so much work. Like Grant was posting on, um, he still gets more updates on his X90 Pro Plus than we get on the X90 Pro. I feel like every time he posts X90 an update. Pro has been slow played. So yeah. slow. Like not, I mean, I got one update, I want to say. Like one actual OS update since we got it. It's still a champ. Think, it still runs great. There's no, I'm not, I'm not. I think we just got another one. Really? I think Hold I on. got another one. Um, again, it, w- welcome to two old guys reading off say. build numbers on, on well, I, old, well, <laughs> on, not old, on Android phones. <laughs> no, because I, I mean, I use so I, the the X ninety Pro for me is um, <laughs> the first twenty twenty three. Oh, wait, okay. So even Grant says even the eight Pro is on January twenty twenty three. Well, at least it's in January. <laughs> it's in the same year. <laughs> Check again in yeah. a year. I, I no, I'm with you, Grant. Um, but no, no, seriously, the, the X90 Pro Plus has received quite a bit of updates um, and a few features that I feel like I, I'm waiting personally to see come over on the X90 Pro. So like Bluetooth build audio. Numbers, if you have your X90 Pro handy, the build numbers are obnoxious, but my build number ends in W20. Yeah, same here. Okay, so same maybe name. I didn't. Maybe I just dreamt it and I really wanted it to be true. I keep getting updates to... Uh, uh, what's it called? The app, their app store all the time. But yeah, the actual... it pops up and you're like, is it going to be it? No, it's not an OS. Update. No, it's, it's not an update. It's, a, it's, yeah, it's, just, so. it's an app store, which I'm happy for you. But like at the end of the day, um, hold on. What am I, what security patch update? Let me see here. Uh, about, and the one thing that always gets me is that they put the about phone in a different place than everybody else. Hold on. But yeah, I mean, we used to do this with Sony. Now we're doing it here. So let's be I know. <laughs> next week on Sony Watch. So, we Sony actually just Watch. got another major update to the One Mark Four. It was like a, oh. like another three hundred, uh, three hundred meg OTA. Oh, you know what? It's actually, major. It wasn't like a huge. So March first, twenty twenty three, security patch update. That's actually not that bad. Google Play services as well on March first. So the mm-hmm. update that I got wasn't that long ago, but it's still. I mean. We're in the middle of it's, April, but but it's also it has not gotten as much attention as the Snapdragon version, and that's the kind of stuff that makes me a little anxious. And, when and but that, yeah, you know, there's an the Pro Plus or an Ultra version that's going only to China, and then there's an international version which is sort of a B. It, the X90 Pro is such a good phone. I hate saying it's the B team. But we know there's a Pro Plus that is. A it's a continuation from what we saw last year with um, the you know the Dimensity Nine Thousand, right? Oppo releases two versions of the same phone, uh, Find X Five Pro, one for China and one for internationally. The Find X Five Pro for China with the Dimensity Nine Thousand is a very different phone. Yeah, from different sensors, different software experiences different uh, capabilities in the camera and it i don't know if it was purposely done but it was almost like they deemed it to be the lesser of the two and the reality is the mentality the 9200 is actually way more i mean it's it's a very capable it's practically toe-to-toe uh, with the exception of the gpu because you're talking about custom gpu with the adreno versus molly kind of a conversation going on yeah. 
Um, it's a very capable, and I, I love it. I mean, seriously, it's one of the better performing phones that I have. And I, uh, I just, yeah, updates far and few apart. That one update apparently brought us, brought us up to, to March 1st, but uh, still a champ, still my favorite, one of my favorite um, B-roll camera. Um, in, in my videos that you're going to see with the Velotrek, uh, as well as with the other bike that I'm working on as well, um, I love using it for for my B-roll shots, like when I'm riding and I want to do those nice pass-through shots. <laughs> so <laughs> that's that's my shtick. A, fu- a fun a fun little trick. Yeah. Uh, my one of my biggest criticisms of LGs as production devices. Mm-hmm. I have my LG V50, and this is kind of a unicorn phone if you are an audio nerd like I am, because this phone applied very little noise reduction and audio processing to the to the audio recorded on these mics the v30 is a champ the v50 is a champ and the v60 can sometimes make you sound like you're underwater like if you're by traffic it can pull your voice out but it is doing such a destructive job of trying to cut noise around you that you hear this really digital artifacty warbling effect yeah. So I plug in this microphone that I will be able to talk about soon that I am under embargo on right now. And I want to do my talking head, talking to camera footage from the uh, from the Vivo. Yeah. So I plug it in. I just go to the auto video mode and it sounds like an LG and I'm crestfallen. Like I, this just hurts my soul to have audio like that because I'm also using an external microphone. There is no need for it to be attacking my audio with. Um, that kind of noise processing. So then, just before I pack it in and go with a different phone, I give it a shot in the pro mode and you get a little pop-up. You're using an external microphone. Your audio cannot be processed. And you're like, oh. Yeah, that, that's good. Oh, good, good, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't, don't, don't. Oh, that's what I want. <laughs> so then I was saved. I mean, I, I, I should have just been shooting in the pro mode anyway, but I was trying to shoot really, really quick. So I did a quick test in the auto mode and I was I, I was about to cry. It's like this phone is too good of a camera to wreck my audio like this. But thankfully, if you go into the manual mode on a Vivo and you plug in an external microphone. Which, surprisingly, it's, it's actually the same way on, on a Samsung. You have to go into the Pro mode yeah. to be able to change it. Um, Pixel, you have to manually select it from a drop down when you connect the audio. So the, the, I like the Pixel, those things. I, you know, the, the Pixel I'm not as upset about because there is a There is no Pro mode processing mode and then there's mm-hmm. a heavy voice feature uh, a voice highlight mode and and so if you don't do anything to the phone again i i don't know who this person is that's going to invest in microphones to plug into a phone and isn't going to check settings or anything like that but apparently someone like that could exist so if you just plug it in it is super light touch and i like that you can hear it is manipulating the audio, but Slightly, it is yeah. not nearly as destructive as LG at their worst. Um, the voice highlight feature is pretty good. Um, again, out of all of these features that are supposed to be like a an, uh, an audio zoom or a speech highlight mm-hmm. mode, I feel like Google's AI is probably the closest to sounding kind of natural. Like, if you really do some critical listening, you can hear the, the illusion falls apart pretty quick. But as opposed to, like, the voice processing mode on that Vivo and auto mode where you hear the warbling and that, that artifacting behind your voice, 
you don't get that on a Pixel. So knowing that a Pixel is a phone built to be kind of a point-and-shoot streamlined camera, it's not what I would choose to shoot on, but it is about as good as I think we can make that seamless autopilot kind of yeah. experience. And and I think it sticks to what the, that the the experience of what a Pixel is. It's essentially it's a camera you pull out of your pocket, you take a picture, and yeah. you kind of know exactly how sure. it's going to come out every single time. Audio on it as well is it's actually pretty. It's not bad. I just for me, like if I ever want to test out. Um, one of my things I used to I usually do when I do even like buds video like what I just did with the Nords the, the Nord buds I like to just share like an example of what the audio sounds like that yeah, it doesn't sound sure. like hot garbage kind of thing and that's the, about the only way to share it other than having a phone call and playing the audio for your speakerphone which I also yeah, don't feel like it's, it's the rest thing. experience so I, I like uh, using the Pixel as my Bluetooth earbud testing yeah like I it, think it, it's a decent I, I know experience. It's, I know it's touching the audio mm-hmm. a little, but it's not sweetening it too much. And I yeah. feel like the Pixel has been a little bit more consistent with some of the earbuds that don't play nice with Samsung's uh, Pro Mode. Yeah. Um, in, in terms of just raw flexibility, Samsung is probably leading the pack. Yeah. But I've had the flakiest experiences with all of these other Bluetooth earbuds on my desk. Mm-hmm. Where the Pixel seems to play nice with most things that I give it. Um, Absolutely. The, my, my Galaxy phones have gone like, oh, no, we don't like those. And then I'll go to record and you're like, oh, but it doesn't work. Um, so, short story incredibly long. We As we talk about a, a cool heads-up display. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Absolutely. Um, both of us have an opportunity to play around a little bit where... Um, I'm going to say, not that I'm trying to preempt myself and jump into a conversation. Mm-hmm. I have enjoyed the Rokid Max so much. They fixed, I mean, I'm not going to say they fixed, they improved a few things in there. Like, honestly, mm-hmm. how cool does Juan look right now? Okay, I'm going to say this is too much of it. <laughs> how cool does <laughs> that dude with right. the glasses look? Because, <laughs> like, everybody in the chat, really cool, the, the, TK, really my, cool. My, my, my problem adjusting these is because I'm, I'm also wearing bone conduction headphones, I was so say, I can't hear TK. Not only are you, not only are you wearing a hat, but you're wearing bone conduction headphones, and I now mean, you're I'm, trying I've to gotta, be cool. I've got to be on brand. Is, yeah, that no, is you got to be on brand. Um, the glasses are basically an evolutionary over the air that we got a chance to see late last year. The biggest difference, obviously, in there is the support of 120 frames per second refresh rate, up to 600 perceived nits in there in the brightness, which is actually pretty bright. I mean, I, I, with the shades on, with the total blackout on. Have you, have you noticed, like, as opposed to the Rokid Air, yeah. I have not been able to turn these up as bright as the Rokid Air. It, like because if I put the, the visor on, it's like yeah, I'm yeah. searing my eyeballs at max brightness. Yeah. It, it, so for me, it's like I, I like the extra controls. I like the fact that we have volume control. We like to have the ability of also controlling the um, the dia the what's it called the diopathy not the uh, myopathy you were, you were diopters. diopters yeah the yeah, diopters so, so on the if, on the if each you're eye sort of nearsighted or myopic. Um, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And and for me because I wear glasses, absolutely game changer. You correct so, so it. You is, said. This is kind of tricky, um, and anyone you're, who might catch can can. There's a little I, bit I've of got, a lay. Hold on, yeah, let me do it through because you can see my. Um, I'm going to make you a little bit bigger there. I'm going to try and move that up. No, that didn't do anything. So no, no, I can, I can. Oh, yeah, that, no, no, stay, no, 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 no. Uh, Juan, uh, go down, look down, and to your right. No, a uh, little bit up, a little bit up. 
Yeah, right there. So if you guys are okay. looking straight at it, it, it's right under the, the display reflection of what he's looking at. His display, that's what he's looking at. That's the actual screen from the from the glasses. So this is another big deal where they have minimized the amount of leakage. Mm-hmm. So it's a little bit less obvious that you're wearing screens on your eyeballs. It's still like if you look at it, you can see it. Absolutely. But, but if you have the visor more discreet. Yeah. But what I loved about it also, the fact is we no longer need a screwdriver to take out those visors. Off. Know, that was, so <laughs> that was the biggest thing. I was like, that was the thing with the uh, the TCLs that I loved the most was like pop on, pop off. They were magnetic. And this one's clamped. It's not yeah, magnetic, but yeah. it's still like night so and day. Oh, my God. Yeah. No, absolutely. And and the design is still really good. The 90 degree angle cable that we have on the back is actually very nice. I wish it was a little bit longer. This is my... My only thing about it is uh, because I, I like I, I want to be able to plug it in from a slightly different computer, but it's not hard for you to buy a, a high quality USB C cable uh, for video. Very nice. Uh, the uh, the bridge c- uh, configuration is right there. Both the volume rocker and the brightness control are on the right arm of your glasses, and the adapters are right above each eye. So really good. Um, <laughs> You're trying to get it to focus. I guess. It's focusing on my face, and I'll keep this at the same plane. Of no, no, absolutely. So, I haven't so installed I, the app yet, but I, I'm I'm enjoying the more. I would play with it, but it hasn't really changed a lot. I mean, yeah, you have to play with the Rokit Air, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah we no, no, no. We did this. We both time. did the same thing. We're doing the same thing again, as you. Yeah. Do. So, so the the Rokit Air, I still like them. Um, they, they were. I personally preferred the fit on the Unreal air they fit my face better and i'm not nearsighted so the diopters aren't as big a draw for me but again if if you need to make that kind of adjustment ocular adjustment then this is an instant sort of recommendation over the tcls or the rokids but cleaning up getting better speakers on the arms improving the uh the the diopter experience and minimizing some of the fringing effect because the diopters on the rokid air can kind of fringe out the corners Mm-hmm. of bit, your yeah. of your view the max have improved on all of that so now i think they, it's a more even foot race between the rokid max and the uh the unreal air yeah and i think that that that's absolutely what i what i felt like it's 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 such a big step in the experience from the air to the max not only with the refresh rate but also with the just the overall clarity of the image i love that one the sound is definitely much better um, yeah. And I love the 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 simplicity, and actually, not not to kind of mat bang on it, but the casing it's actually pretty nice too. The like the, 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 the shell is, is really cool. It, yeah. It's a hard shell all around, um, multi layer, much easier to figure out how to actually put the glasses. Like you could just put them in, like because there's a place for where the nose bridge is. You close it, and you're done, and it's protected. You throw that in your bag, and you're ready to go. Um, and for me, <laughs> it's a, this is why I like to tie up the story. I've been enjoying them with something that actually supports a desktop mode like the honor five the honor magic five pro that's mm-hmm. that's a thing that we don't typically get but no like you know i can do screen mirroring i can prop up a desktop mode uh, launch into netflix open up multiple experiences and i think that's where you know leveraging more f- functional things out of your phone that you typically don't get like this yeah. is so it always kills me when people want to buy thousand dollar plus phones but they're not really trying to find ways to leverage that experience that you get in there with what the benefits are, you know, like be it a camera focus experience, be it a, um, like a bang for the buck where I feel like the magic five pro is going to be my, like, I seriously feel like honors always stuck to their true story of trying to giving you a true, uh, I'd say motto is 
giving you more for what you pay for. And they're still really leveraging that. And they really market it in that. One of the very few devices that still have a desktop experience on them between them, Ready4, and Dex. Literally, like, I mean, and, and I'm not going to say that Huawei doesn't have one, but obviously Huawei devices are much more scarce yeah, by comparison. Different, yeah. yeah, so... And, and and Huawei, to be honest, Honor's entire UI system is somewhat of a derivative of what Huawei's you know, EMUI used to be. But it still at least runs, and it's easy to connect. It has a wireless mode. Um, for me, I, so for, with the, for the first, it's literally, I've had this for about maybe a week. Um, mm-hmm. Very happy with it. And um, seriously, it just stays in my back. Like when I go to the office and I want to disconnect, I close my door and I just pop up glasses and I just disconnect. I just want to be able to enjoy my content. And it is. It's a I, lot of fun. I had a chat with um with our buddy Trish, uh, Trisha oh, Hartberger. Hey. She was like, yeah, I played around with the Unreal Era, but I didn't really think that the AR was any good. And you're like, completely agree. I feel like them being sold on this notion of augmented reality is overselling what's actually kind of the weakest part of the whole experience. And again, it's like what Samsung does. 200 megapixels is not what makes a, a Note 23 camera. I mean, genuinely, the Note 23 camera can be exciting. has nothing to do with 200 megapixels. And I feel the same way about Rokid and Unreal and TCL to a similar degree, too. Yeah, the major players, I, yeah. I, the, the AR stuff is super rudimentary. It's got very limited support for the apps and services that are installed on your phone. It's basically just a couple floating browsers. Um, but the whole notion of putting a giant gaming monitor on your face that can then fold up and fit in a shirt pocket. If you really need to just, Oh, absolutely. The, 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 the visor actually protects the glasses quite a bit. Yeah. So yeah, you're totally, you're right. You're, you're able to pop this in your in your pocket and walk away. If you really need to, you know, like, okay, I'm, I'm, I was using them. Oh, I need to get going. You could just detach the cable and kind of use them like sunglasses for a short period of time. I mean, like yeah. that's you can, not you can actually the, see through the, the pale. So I was talking to her about it and just like the, the one killer feature is plug it into a steam deck or plug it into a Nintendo switch, get as comfortable as you want to get. Like if you want to recline a chair, if you want to like snuggle into a recliner, if you just want to lie flat on your back mm-hmm. and no matter where you look, you're going to see a big screen presentation projection of what you're going to play. And you can do that as comfortably as you want to be. And that is not something people are used to doing like on an airplane. Oh my God. Yes. This is the most comfortable. My favorite part of of a flight is ever since I, I borrowed your, (laughs) your pair before I got into my, my, my experience. It's so good. It is so. It's a. It's 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 a life changer from a, from any from a for long flights, um, a life changer from for any kind of experience. Like I said, just having the ability of plopping in that big of a screen, and it it's it's not the early generation. We're talking improvements over generation and generation. This is the biggest bit, the difference that we can focus on. These classes have gone through many iterations, and what we're getting with the Max is many iteration iterative improvements and upgrades that have they've gone through. And like just specifically, the fact that you no longer need a screwdriver to change the frame, uh, the faceplate, because that was the biggest thing for them before. You had one faceplate and you had to keep it on, but if you wanted to, you know, do what the TCLs did, you couldn't do that without having to have hardware. So. Out of the box, I feel like they've t- checked a lot of the things I was concerned about with the last generation. Uh, and for me, you know, at least right now, I think if you're anybody that's looking for, like you said, 
just that the ability of taking your large screen TV with you anywhere you go, you're in the car, you're on a plane, you're in a cab, you're, you just want to basically be able to disconnect and still be somewhat aware of your environment. This definitely fits it. And I feel like um, they're definitely doing really good. Rokit is doing really nice. Um, I don't know why the, the, the naming Max, I feel like it's a little bit throwing me because I don't like, like, I, I feel like, the, I don't like it. It's like, yeah. It I, could I, have I, been the Rokit Air 2. Yeah, and and I, I feel, feel like, like that, that could have been okay because it's a generational upgrade. But the Max, I, I understand what they're trying to say. They're saying basically because to me, when you say the word Max, I'm assuming a bigger screen, right? Maximizing well, the experience. True. I mean, like the Rokit Air have a 43 degree field of view. This one's 50. Mask Max have a 50 degree field of yeah. view, but I feel like they are so confident in every little improvement having gotten better or bigger. Yeah. Sound quality is bigger. Oh, for sure. Field much, much view better. is bigger. The you know, so I, I, the, you know, the gaming features got faster. 120 hertz refresh rate micro OLEDs are pretty sexy. I, feel, I understand why, but they, it, it genuinely could have been called the Rokit Air 2. So now I'll be curious to see because I feel like Unreal is is focusing just a little bit more on software. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're going to be coming out with the Windows, uh, a Microsoft Windows plugin for the Unreal Air that can kind of enable more of the head tracking features. That's good. Um, as opposed to just using them as a passive display. Rokid seems to be going a little more hardware focused because they also announced that. Did you see that big chunky controller thing? No, 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 no. I didn't the, see that. The Rokid's station i think it's called so okay not every phone has video out so nope. they're making their own phone sized controller thing that can then also power the glasses so you can have the the sort of rokid experience but if your phone doesn't support it like an iphone doesn't really doesn't really support this um they've got a standalone computer thing and it's also got some buttons on it that can it can act a little like a rudimentary well, game. But they also they still have the uh, the the wireless adapter that they had from the last generation, sure. right? That's the same one with the. But, but station, I think, is like again. I I think Unreal is looking to solve some of the the teething pains with software, mm-hmm. and I don't think we're gonna. Well, I mean, we might actually. I have no idea if Rokit is putting out new hardware and Real is probably cooking up something too. I wouldn't but be surprised. Yeah, they made a big splash with the updates coming to software on the current generation of Unreal Air. Rokit looks like, hey, we've got all these problems that we need to solve, and people keep complaining about compatibility and phones and things, and I think they're looking at solving that through hardware. Hardware. Yeah, no, no. So and, it's, and I, it's, a couple, it's two sort of divergent strategies on how to, uh, on how to get more face displays in people's hands. But I'm very bullish on this accessory. I feel one. Everybody should have a portable display of some kind, and, and I, some I think pricing wise, be, a diff- yeah, they're not that far off. No, yeah. no, that, that's what I'm saying. The, the price point, if you think about it, from a, for a portable solution, and I think it always gets me. This is where I kind of get a little bit um, antsy, a little bit more. In recent generations, I've started seeing devices remove. Like for me, the biggest thing I started that was surprising me is the the 11. OnePlus 11 does not OnePlus have video 11. out. Nope. The OnePlus 10T didn't have a video out, but then I can't blame the 10T. It's the 10T T, wasn't, yeah. it's a T series. So I was like, eh, it's okay. But then the 11 didn't have it. And I'm like, okay, this this is a little or bit of a concern. A Galaxy Z Flip. 
you know, and, and I feel like not having a thousand dollar phone and not having, not even a Dex, not even, it doesn't have video out. Yeah. X day on Dex. Don't get me wrong. Dex is a big portion. <laughs> and I understand yeah. they want to keep that to the $1,500, $1,800, you know, Z fold uh, series, no video out, like purposely no video out. And we're starting to see that. And, and, and again, pixels don't have video out. They've never had them. They're, they're not going to put them in there. Those are things that kind of are starting to hinder the experience. And this is where uh, a hardware like what Roke is trying to do, leveraging screen mirroring on on them to be able to kind of get you to that experience. It, it, these are things that we need to kind of start you know, looking into what are some solutions we can do. Um, but yeah, for me, it's like, it's a big thing. If a phone doesn't have video out, I, I start wondering if this is, you know, it's a feature that needs to be listed, right? I think if it needs to be on the, on the spec sheet. Video out, yes. Because it's never on the spec sheet. Nobody ever talks about it. You have to, we get the phone and we test well, it and, and talk about it. We've, we've shared a few, like on the, on the discord. Um, yeah. We've shared a few, like, uh, like Amazon reviews. Yeah. There was one, this person was really lit up that uh, I think it was an Unreal. I think it was an Unreal review that this company lies to their consumers. Okay. Because they advertise that this is a feature that works on USB-C and they have a pixel and this company in real, they tried to make it sound like the problem was with Google, <laughs> right? Like the problem is really with Google. Their glasses don't work with Google. And you're like, yeah, that, that was actually all completely <laughs> pixels don't have video output. You're not going to have glasses work with that. And we've glossed over it. We've let other reviewers just gloss over those features, not highlight them, not support them, not explain to people why this is a benefit. If one phone has something that another phone doesn't have. Right. And we've, we've let the competition kind of, I mean, again, like I said earlier in the street, like I kind of feel Android was at its peak when we had a vibrant landscape of competition that had different solutions that not every company was trying to copy Apple. Yeah. And we don't have that anymore. And we're starting to lose some of these power user features on devices that are too expensive to be losing those power user features. And, and that, that was, yeah. And that would be my biggest thing. Cause if, if ROG can have it, but I mean, not even, even red magic has it. Video out is, is a feature that should be, I, I, I don't think it's worth the savings of the, mm -hmm. however much dollar it is to go over to USB 3.0 as opposed to USB 2 so that you can save that little, you know, that, that expense. Cause we've, we're going into USB 4, 3.1, 3.2. Yep. The technology has advanced so much more than just video out. But like, to me, those are big things. Like, you know, with the uh, Find X6 Pro for me, I love the fact that I can plug that into anything, you know, yeah. and, and I, those are the, it, it's a feeling oh, it's a just for fun when i was trying to show the light leakage yeah, yeah. i had that connected to the red magic 7 <laughs> <laughs> so the red magic 7 i forgot i had turned on desktop mode it does actually have it's not dex it looks like another home screen is added yeah. but it is a 16 by 9 formatted video out not not 20 by 9 like the phone screen is not a screen so, yeah so again it was like if i had hooked up a controller or a mouse i would have been able to play a game 16 by 9 on the rokid connected to the uh to the red magic 7 and you're like that's 
that's really good. That's a really good gaming. But th- that's why we like it. Yeah, no, no. I mean, and, and I think that's the biggest thing that I appreciate about these features. And um, I hope I hope OnePlus does bring it back with whatever version of whatever device that they're coming up next. Um, we saw last week. I want to talk about. Obviously, we talked about everything else. We covered everything. Um, I, I kind of want to throw this out also to some of the people that we have with us on the on the chat. OnePlus is trying something that is very different this this week. They're going with a very different approach to pre-depositing money on a on a device that you haven't seen that hasn't had any reviews the only experience that anybody's ever had with it is even like such as myself we got i got to see it at a show floor i didn't get a chance to test oh, it you, out you, i was gonna say i i got to see it in a press release just like <laughs> I, know, I i got to see it in yeah, no, I, I actually got i got a chance to to actually hold it play around with it for maybe five six minutes with one person very closely watching me and monitoring me, <laughs> Let's just say, breathing down time. my neck, basically saying, "If you <sighs> run, I will drop you." Uh, no, uh, no, no, I, I, I can't. Tyler was definitely very nice. Uh, no, uh, <laughs> exactly. He's <laughs> like, he's go code red, code red. He's running, he's running. Get him. Um, I, I mean, let's be fair. Code TK. Code, code TK. <laughs> TKO on TK now. TKO on TK now. <laughs> <laughs> Pulling a runner. Pulling a runner. Yeah. Um, so the question would be very Would you put down, would you would you ever consider putting money down on and, and then just keep in mind it is refundable. Sure. It is not a it's not a full full you're not losing that money. But would you put down $99 on a phone that, on a phone or a tablet that you don't know the full price of? Um but the only benefit for that is that if you do the deposit, that when the device does come out and you decide to buy it, you get a free hundred to one hundred and fifty dollar perk you wouldn't well, have gotten otherwise. You get you get a one free, or the other. No, yeah. well, hold on. You get a free hundred and fifty dollar keyboard, and or, you get the pen half price. True. So you put yes. down a hundred dollars, and you get. The pen for fifty. A pen and a keyboard for fifty dollars, where that would normally be two hundred and fifty dollars. Two hundred and fifty, exactly. What they're at least what and the then website. You just is have like. to pay off the remainder of the tablet. Yes. So here's 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 my my and and, and um, I'm kind of piggybacking on this because uh, Ike um, Ike talks tech talks uh, he tech, streams yeah. before we do. He he kind of brought this up here too, and I thought it was really interesting because Ike is one of the most lovably positive tech nerds in our community he is just so upbeat different strokes for different folks that's like you know he's he's got this this really lovely way of saying that's your opinion without Mm -hmm. it being confrontational yeah right so he can call out someone's like hey well that's just a personal preference and you're like what you like man you go dig it you go like that thing that's awesome and you can kind of hear in his voice like but that's not for me you know but he's so darn and, and a lot of people it. and a lot of people voice their opinion on so, it, but yeah but 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 but, but to, to this specifically he brought up the oneplus pad and he had some kind of the same concern in your voice like what are you paying for we don't know how much it's going to be but then by the time we got done kind of breaking down for 50 bucks you get what is going to be retail 250 dollars worth of accessories and the tablet's going to stay the same price the tablet's got some really great specs on it Yep. It looks like it's yeah, going to yeah. be built really well. It's uh, getting yep. to benefit from all of the improvements. Excuse me. Sorry. Um, it, benefiting from all of the improvements coming to Android 13, where we should have mm-hmm. some slightly better split screen and multitasking capabilities. If you're in the market for a tablet, 
man, there aren't really very many good premium Android options out there. So, yeah. and I have a feeling that it's it's still going to undercut. I, I'm pretty sure OnePlus is not going to yeah go the the Samsung tablet Samsung tab no. price point. They're going to go under, and even at that point, and if you think about it, yeah. Think about a Tab S8 Plus. Yeah. With an 8 Gen 1 against this Dimensity 9000. And we know OnePlus is not going to go for the same premium price tag. I could even see this tablet going up into the $500 plus range. And it's still which a I... pretty good competitor. Yeah. And it'll ballpark somewhere around where we're expecting the Pixel Pad to show up. If you were shopping a tablet, I I, I have some thoughts on the Pixel Pad. Yeah, no, no, I sorry. don't think this one's dangerous. I think this one's pretty easy. I, I I will say from holding it because I got a chance to actually feel the material. It is premium. It does not feel like a cheap it tablet. Looks, it yeah. it uh, the materials they they chose for um the 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 keyboard is very much like what we had with the Surface. It's a nice soft fabric touch. Uh, magnetically clamps very nicely. The case closes very nicely. The pen magnetically connects like an iPad, like like uh, I'm not going to say like the uh, like the t- the Samsung tablet, but it sits at, at more of the top edge as opposed to the being in the back. So. Th- They've really focused on the experience and the UI and and the experience in there. I think what I would say is if you are in the market for a tablet, this is somewhat for me like a no-brainer because of the way they're setting it up. Um, Mm -hmm. It's At at its core, you're going to get the entire shebang for $50 more than retail just for the tablet if you do the pre-order now it doesn't mean that oneplus is probably not going to do any more sales please understand this is going to be they will yeah they're going to have more and other hyping this pre-order in a way that they haven't done for their phones in a while and and not any i haven't actually seen many or any other companies do it in the u.s i understand that this is something maybe more Yeah. yeah yeah and like put money down on something you haven't seen uh but you kind of know what it is you know the specs but you just haven't had any reviews put out so um, either way, I mean, honestly, I'll be honest with you. I'm I'm actually seriously put, considering putting my money on that one because for me, <laughs> it's um, it has that it, it fits into that little bit of a what I wanted to be able to take like something a little bit smaller. Like I have the Tab S7, the S8 Plus, uh, no S8 Ultra. You have the Ultra, right? Yeah, yeah. this is a massive a tablet. Yeah, I can't. I don't. Yeah. I never travel with it. It's here. It sits for me here because I use it as a as a display and I use it just for the office when I want to watch some stuff. But I yeah. never travel with it because th- this is just a monster. It's a massive display. 12.4 inches. Like, seriously. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that, again, I even if we're talking like getting into that $500 range, man, mm-hmm. this is a pretty good e- – even if I'm assuming it's at the higher end of what we think it could be priced at – we're still in a ballpark. We're still in a territory that with the accessories for 50 bucks, that is brutal competition for a mid-ranger Chromebook. Yeah. Like you you were on like a Companio 1300. A Dimensity 9000 is going to beat that Companio. Absolutely. Yeah, no, no, and absolutely. You have because... the keyboard and the pen. <laughs> <laughs> in the tablet so well, and and 144 hertz refresh rate display we're not talking about a, a low end uh yeah it's a 1080p so not not is an it, oled it but, but it no. is 144 hertz it's that weird yeah. uh it's like Seven. what 2800 or 2700 yeah it's it's it's, it's slightly higher than 1080 but it's not yeah so it's 
from what I saw, at least, like I said, I didn't get a chance to play any media on it. So for me, it was more about like looking at the UI and just standard Oxygen OS kind of this, uh, home screen. I, I think it's a compelling story for what they're offering. I, I don't think mm-hmm. it's going to disappoint. That's what I'm trying to shoot for. If you're in the market and you're looking for this, I feel like this is almost as safe as of a bet that you can make purely because I actually got a chance to see the hardware. I know what it feels and well, I know and how nice it was. That- it wasn't that long ago where a $300 or $400 Android tablet was kind of garbage. Yeah, exactly. And now I'm assuming that this is going to land somewhere between four and $600. I feel and like that's a reasonable area. Yeah. Th- that's my ballpark. And that's a wide yeah. window. I'm not any kind of Nostradamus here. I think that's like me be- being the safest I could be in guessing, yeah. but that is good mid spec Chromebook territory. For, and and uh, and for, to be honest, the nine thousand is not like that old. Yeah, the nine thousand is seriously not, still not very. Is it not that old? Mm-hmm. The nine thousand went toe to toe with the eight plus Gen one, and both of those chips are an order of magnitude more powerful than most of our four to five hundred dollar Chromebooks. It's not Absolutely. like they're a little bit more powerful. Oh, this is a laptop form factor. It must be a laptop to do laptop things. A Dimensity nine thousand. Is yeah. going to slap that machine around, and it will not be pretty. It will not be close. No, it's going to win. Gloves off, demonstrably. Oh, it's going to TKO everything. Let's just say that. Let's just start putting that in that it's, into the show. So, so it's the beginning of Rocky Three, right? Yeah. Rocky's all full of himself. He he thinks he's the better fighter, and Clubber Lang comes in and just cleans his clock. Right? It wasn't close. It wasn't a fight. It was a massacre. <laughs> and, and so with that, with that kind of coming out, I feel, I feel like we're not too far off. Next week, we're going to see a lot of things come up. We have on the 18th, yeah. we're going to find out more about the Ultra, which I think we're both, we, we, uh, everybody in our, in our chat and everybody that knows us knows exactly how, exp- how, how excited we are. The, the, the concept of having a variable aperture on a one-inch sensor, the 989, the year of the 989. <sighs> And then also marrying that with triple eight nine eight, IMX eight nine eight. Like this is crazy. It's a quad this, camera this hurt, setup from heaven. This hurts my soul because I, I think I have to go Xiaomi for the variable aperture. But damn, do I want those Oppo companion sensors? So the, and the man, I will <laughs> to 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 every single point and every time I look at this phone, every time I. I want to take an image. I want to take a picture and just enjoy what this camera can do. It is just, it's a crazy phone. Let me see. Kind of like just yeah. the ability of, and it, this is not even that good of a representation of it, but like the colors, the images, the video, the, the stabilization, the yeah. performance, everything I do on this phone is just crazy. Nice. Um, I don't use it as a B roll camera because I, I, I still rely on the X 90 pro. But I, I love using this as my main camera. So this is to me, like, seriously, anytime I want to produce content with it and supports for uh, audio input from the you know, external audio sources, you just disable the audio. There's a yeah. setting in this uh, in in um, in Oppo devices where they do audio processing for, you know, cleaning up the audio. If you mm-hmm. turn that off, the smart function, and just default it back to standard audio, it accepts external audio over USB-C. Oh, yeah. So a lot of, like, there's a lot of nice things. I'm, I'm really looking... I'll say this. Uh, <laughs> the moment I heard about this, I started shooting out emails to all my contacts. All, sure. you know, yes. Uh, but yeah, um, we'll have to kind of wait and see. 
lot of information is leaking. Like it's like an open faucet at this point, leaks, leaks, leaks uh, down to unfortunately confirmation that uh, at, at least on the leaking side, that the 1080p 60 is going to be the maximum on the front camera. But the reality is nobody's buying that phone for the front facing experience. Everybody's buying it for what it can do on the main sensors in the back. And don't get me wrong. Same thing. Same thing with this guy. Rear camera selfie. Just no, no, absolutely. The phone around. Um, exactly. I do want to highlight just a couple couple comments here. I had it up on the screen. Grant ta- uh, Grant likes tech. Uh, I felt similar after the WTF moment of the deposit for unknown price. It felt like a good deal with the freebies given the refundable deposit. So, like, even if you don't like what it's going to be priced at, it's not like you're you're losing anything. Too. Yeah, yeah. I, I really the- feel like if if you know someone who's shopping a tablet. And the price to performance ratio that you're going to get out of this is going to be a fierce competitor against a similarly equipped iPad. Yeah. Um, this, this is a good one to check out. This is a good one to recommend people keep their eye on and put, put the money in. And if you don't like what the final number is going to be, then you can just pull your money out. Exactly. Michael PepperTech brings up a great point because we're still waiting out to see what Samsung's going to do for the next, next Galaxy tab. Is it um, is it that time it of the year again? Okay, crap. Well, I I hope so because like for the longest time Samsung was the only company I could point to seriously for any mm-hmm. type of tablet recommendation. Yeah. And it wasn't because of Android, it was because of Dex. Mm-hmm. And so now they allow you at least to use Dex as your default uh running as their software. default UI. But, yeah, but, but exactly. Now, like. It's getting a little bit tougher because of exactly what Michael Peppertech brings up here. Not the Tab S Tab S8 Ultra. He says to get a Tab S8 Plus with the keyboard, that's nine hundred dollars for the tablet and two twenty nine for their keyboard. Which, which, which if they were giving the away for end, free at the pre order side. Yeah, so, sorry. so they do that. But yeah, again, we're saying the MSRP of this. That's still he's saying it's it's. The, the the OnePlus version of this, if we estimate towards the higher end, could be a, a little more than half of what a Tab S8 Plus can do. And yeah. if this is a Dimensity 9000 versus an 8 Gen 1, then OnePlus has the more powerful solution. The more powerful solution with the better performance per watt, better battery life. The Samsung exactly. will not compete. And it's going to be demonstrably more expensive. To which, um, who 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 said it? Like right after? Oh, Farhan. Uh, yeah. yeah. If you're talking about eleven hundred dollars for a Tab S8 Plus, I'd rather buy a Windows tablet instead. Lenovo's latest Windows tablet is around that price. And if yeah. you want to take a step down in performance, you can pick up a, a Lenovo. I always forget what is it, the Lenovo Tab P11 Pro Gen 2 or second version. Um, that starts now at $350 or $330. Yeah. And I, I, that is a monster tablet to pick up. And it, I think it also has like its own desktop video out mode, which isn't as robust as Dex, but it's pretty close. You know, as long as you have video out, man. the price. Yeah. A third the price of what Samsung is doing. And it's just a slightly older chip, a little less performant than an 8 Gen 1. And I, so, and I think... And that's what I feel like. That's huge. And, and it, it's going to come down to Samsung not having competition. That's really what it was. They got they 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 lost all the competition in that in that premium experience. And what they basically said every year over year, they keep increasing the price. The 12s Ultra um, was like twelve hundred dollars at the bare, at the entry level. 
And the only reason I went for, I, I seriously, if it wasn't for the screen size, I would not have gone for the ultra. The tab S, the tab seven plus the tab S seven plus was working perfectly fine for me. It's just that the display was just not as large as the 12 S ultra. That one just sure. took it to literally to the, yeah. uh, to the, to the aspect that I needed it for what I need to do with it. But at the end of the day, you really have to find, find the features that you're, that you care about the large display, quad speakers, their high refresh rate, keyboard and pen, somewhere around the five. Yeah, even if it's six hundred for the tablet, six fifty t- mm-hmm. with the keyboard, it's really hard to mess uh, to mess with that experience. And especially when you're getting Oxygen OS, which we already know and I mean, love, it's a really good OS. The, price it at the high end of what I think it might be. Let's say it's yeah. six hundred and fifty dollars to pick up the pre order kit right now, which is includes everything basically. But yeah, that's half the price of a surface pro 9 sq3 oh my god yeah. <laughs> that's and true if you're I... running more androidy apps that dimensity 9000 is going to compete very well against the sq3 I, and i, I well, like yeah and we both got a chance to, to we didn't really get a chance to play with the 9000 we, we didn't actually get did we? yeah no no we got the I also want to say that plus, plus yeah, yeah, that's what it was. Asus that we, which we never really got a chance to, to play with that much. We saw it at at the at the tech summit from uh, for MediaTek for like a 0.5 seconds as Brad was walking around and showing it I off. And like, he was like, like, I have it. <laughs> I got it. Bye. Yeah. No, I know. <laughs> that guy. Every time I see him, I always I love to consider. I always go up to him and say, Hey, dude, what's in your pockets? Hi, how you doing? But, nice to meet you. Yeah, right. What, what, do you yeah. what, what do you what do you have for me now? What do you have um, now? But what have you done for me lately? And Michael it, Corcoran saying, and again, this isn't full MSRP, but a Lenovo Duet Five, which is sort of like a Surface Pro clone, comes with a keyboard for like five or six hundred dollars. I want to say the MSRP was higher. So if we're comparing oranges to oranges, it, I thought it was a little more expensive than that. But yeah. again, it's a Lenovo that's regularly on sale at a, at a price point that we used to think was mediocre computer pricing now this stuff is surprisingly performant at yeah. ridiculously low prices and i don't know about you but i'm kind of expecting pixel pad to start landing between like 399 and we should be hearing about the pixel pad any at the moment the io i think starts again they should start with that i think at this point announcing something is supposed to come out in q1 that doesn't come out in q1 and you got obviously just I have a little bit mixed feelings about the Pixel Pad a little bit as well because of what it's intended to be. The Pixel yeah. Tab has has a has a functional purpose intended behind it. It's supposed to combine um, the Nest Hub Max and a tablet at the same time, because it, at its core, it's supposed to. If you were not using it, it's basically it's a, a smart Google Home display that you can take off take the of display the stand. And- yeah. Walk so with it. so yeah. at the end of the day, it's really because if you don't put it back on the base whoever is at home can't use that smart speaker. (laughs) You're like a stand sitting in the kitchen. Um, So I think that's where the functional purpose of, I feel like how it's going to be approached. I I completely agree with you because pixel pad, I think is going to be a home terminal. Yeah. And and that gives you the ability to walk it around is a tablet is nipping at the heels of a laptop replacement. Yeah. Like if you have the pen and the keyboard with the trackpad, you have the whole setup. There's a lot that you can do there that maybe you don't need a laptop or, or you definitely wouldn't need a Chromebook. Like oh, the absolutely. only yeah, differentiator yeah. is whether or not you have a full Chrome browser and you just get Firefox or something. You're going to be fine. 
Yeah, um, and I think that's the biggest thing you want to keep in mind. The that's why I was kind of like, I know, at the, I want to say maybe a month or so ago when we, we before I got a chance to see it, um, my initial approach was basically saying, you know, what OnePlus is trying to one up Google and try to release their tablet before Google does. And then I started thinking about separation it. in there. Yeah, yeah, they're very. It's a very delineated experience where Google's not really releasing it. Um, in the same aspect, it still works as a tablet, and I'm sure you can use it as a tablet. But I, I because think, of the size of it, it's not yeah. something you would have in like I wouldn't I, have it on I, my desk here. I think the 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 Pixel Pad is going to be the better solution if you're mostly using it at home and you like the smart assistant style. And mm-hmm. I think the OnePlus Pad is going to be the better buy if you like to leave your house with some kind of laptop and and leverage connectivity like to your smartphone. Which I think, if I'm not mistaken, they they were talking about sharing content and sharing internet connectivity yeah. between your phone. So there, those are going to be the things I feel like there's going to be some good, cool things coming up there. So I'm looking forward to that. We'll find out next week the price. I think is on uh, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and, uh, you know, overall what you're going to basically see at the end of the day is OnePlus moving into a new realm, right? So this yeah. is a new thing for them, but I feel like they can definitely do a good job with it based on what they've done before. Yeah. I, how, how crazy is it that we're, we're bringing these up and like Lenovo is this dark horse and they've got some of the strongest tablets out right now too. And they, that mean, have like, been out for a while. This, yeah. this market is, is crazy right now. And, and I just got another PR from another enthusiast brand that's looking to make um, an SQ3. Um, not nice. an SQ3. It's a proper Snapdragon 8CX Gen 3. But the same chip that Microsoft is using in the Surface Pro. And it's like same similar kind of conversation. Hey, we can play with this kind of hardware. We can actually undercut Microsoft and deliver almost identical performance. And you're like, that is insane that now we're starting to talk about this kind of arm strategy finally uh again it's not maturing this is still brand spanking new stuff um but it's accessible to consumers in a way that even a year ago that wouldn't have been it and now yeah. it's like this is a a really good option to consider uh, especially if you're talking like hey I want to maybe have windows on arm and use android apps and use linux software there's a reason why you might want to spend a little bit more on a tablet that can do all that. But if you don't need all that, like you're, you're half st- the price, a third the price, and you've got an Android tablet that can cover a lot of ground and cover a, a lot, lot of ground. Work. Exactly. Yeah, no, no, definitely. So we'll, we'll find out more and we'll see how things are going there. Um, but I noticed that <laughs> time kind of escaped. Um uh, obviously you, you put out a couple, of, I think you put out a couple of videos this week or you had, you're at the podcast on Monday and you just posted the, the Velotrek mm-hmm. video that just the dropped Velotrek. this morning. Yeah. So I'm going to have the video out on the Rokid and then maybe over the weekend I might have an embargo on a microphone. So nice. I yeah. can't say anything more than that. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. <laughs> it will happen. <laughs> yeah, I can no, tell no. you that the video was shot by the Vivo X90 Pro. Nice. I can't Dimensity. tell you what the audio was recorded on. <laughs> <laughs> we'll let we'll let your ears be the judge on that. Um, mm-hmm. For me, um, like I said, I, I'm I'm finishing up my my video on uh, the uh, the Velotrek, the Thunder one. Um, I'm a little bit behind on uh, due to some slight technical difficulties on my side, but uh, the Magic Five Pro is going to be out tomorrow for the video, and hopefully the Velotrek by the end of the week, and then after that, I'll focus on uh, the Rokid, uh, the uh, the Max, because again, it's such a easy pair of glasses to step into especially mm-hmm. having experienced them in earlier generations um 
and then just kind of kind of kind of you know close out and do more things i did get an update that hopefully my my pre-built pc hope will get delivered within a week they they got in the 7950x 3d so that there's nice. been the longest i i waiting for for hardware is just crazy so we'll have to see how that comes out um and i'll, I'll keep you guys posted on that but um yeah, a lot of stuff coming and i am going to try to ramp up and find some time to try to get things out back to more of a consistent two videos a week because yeah. lately i've been just doing one and i, I don't like that much i like i want to be back to my consistent i've got, I've uh, got a list here and you're like oh man i am way behind i no i have i have quite a few i i have a few portable monitors that i got from uh i have one from you perfect um yep, and, same. Uh, i think we have I, the same one now yeah <laughs> i hate it when i when we say i have this and you're like yeah dude it's right here too um, but yeah, no, so like a little a few things here and there and, and that I need to kind of start working on and, and trying to literally push the content out. Um, but it's exciting. So with that being said, I do want to say first and foremost, thank you very much for hanging out with us. Uh, for everybody that's been with us the whole time, uh, I know we went a little bit over. We not only did we not yeah, only we say do. anything, yeah. we didn't even say we we're going to try to end it at one at one and a half. We went straight to two. They're like back to normal. Um but, you know, thank you very much. I hope you guys are doing great. I hope you have a great rest of the week. Don't forget to catch up with Juan on Monday with the SGTQA. We'll be back for another episode of the best of our week next week. Hopefully with some more exciting. We'll definitely be able to talk more about the Xiaomi 13 Ultra. We'll talk mm-hmm. more, obviously, about the announcement. I think it's after, right? The 18th is before. Yeah, yeah it's the 18th. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So we'll be fine. I was like, yeah. <laughs> It's, it's, it's five days from now, and we'll be recording seven days from now. So we'll be able to talk about the Xiaomi more. Five so minus two good. plus five equals. Okay, I'm not really good at math right now. But um, <laughs> yeah, for, for sure. So with that being said, I do want to say thank you very much. Have a good week. Stay safe and be safe. And we'll see you guys in the next, well, next week for another episode. Bye-bye for now.